What is up, YouTube? Welcome in to another edition of Bucky and BK live on Texas Sports Unfiltered and on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. Today is Thursday, January 18th, 2024, and the Buck and I are live from Sioux Patrick, our home away from home, 5222 Burnett Road. If you're watching us on YouTube, you see just a glimpse of some of the great Longhorn gear that they have in store. Don't come see us now. This place ain't open yet, but this place will be open at 930. So if you need to gear up with all of your Longhorn gear, they've got it for you right here at Sioux Patrick. And Bucky and I will be here until 10, talking plenty of Texas Longhorn sports. A disappointing night at the Moody Center for Texas men's basketball. We'll recap that game and some of what went on in the post game as well. Plus, the Dallas Cowboys talk about kicking people while they're down. They have announced that Mike McCarthy will be returning as their head coach in the 2024 season. We'll talk some Texas Longhorn football, a couple of more transfer portal targets for the Longhorns. And uh, it is Thursday, which means we've got another classic TBT video oh, no. for the people <laughs> this morning. We are locked. We are loaded. We are ready to roll for the next two hours. What's going on, Buck? Uh, it's going good, PK. It is a beautiful morning here in Austin, Texas. And it, it's, you know, as the sun rises, of course, in the east. I got that part right, correct? Correct. That's very important. Yes. Sets in the west. You just figured that east. out. It took you almost 70 years to yeah. find that it's out. It's not 70. It's not quite 70. <laughs> it's a couple more years before 70. Yes, but uh, it is a beautiful day here after some cold, wintry-like uh, days and uh today almost 70 degrees over 70 degrees as a matter of fact here it should be but remember once again i am not a temperature guy i am all about the rain and the rain will come next week yes there will be rain again and it will show up next week but not uh, throughout this weekend it should be a pretty nice weekend as temperatures uh, rise today there'll be um of course uh, it'll get back cold after today even you know tomorrow evening it'll be back in the 40s and maybe even the high 30s, but we'll have these days where we get some 60s, 50s. But today, it'll be like springtime temperatures. 72 degrees today? 72. Wow. It doesn't seem right. I know you don't think that's fair. That's, that shouldn't happen. How does that happen that way? But I'm glad it's happening that way. I had enough of the cold. My body has had enough of the cold for sure. It was 15 degrees yesterday. I know. And it's going to be 72 degrees today. And it's then not right. the low tomorrow is 30. And then the low on Saturday is 24. I mean, this is all sorts of wild. It's all sorts of winter here. You know what they say? If you don't like the weather in Austin, just stay another day and it'll change. Oh, it has. And, it is, and today is, is a golf day for those that love to get out and play some golf. Oh, yeah. But, um, no, I may just sit on my porch and just just, uh, just get the feel of the temperature being hot, warm again. Because it's not hot. It's just warm. We know what hot is because as we complain about this, in a couple more months, it'll be miserable here. Oh, yeah. Just absolutely miserable. But good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cabasas, Texas. The soldiers in the state of Texas and all those that fight for us each and every day, no matter what the weather is, they are there for us, and we appreciate it very, very much, and do be safe out there. Yes, indeed. Well said, as always. Love being friend. here, though. Love being here. Yep, they've got uh, tons of great gear, and the shirt that you're wearing, the yes. shirt that I'm wearing, is back in stock. In nice. The white color and the burnt orange color. This thing sells like hotcakes. They might be sold out of these steerhead shirts by the end of the day. So get out to Sue Patrick, 5222 Burnett Road. They've got these polos. They've got tons of great polos. You see the nice winter jackets behind us because it will get cold again. Uh, tons of gear, men's, women's, and children. They've got the on-field baseball cap. I'm looking to my right, and I see a couple of those. Of course, baseball season is right around the corner, less oh, than yeah. a month away. 
till Texas baseball returns. They've got all of the colors of those on-field caps. You can look just like the players when you cheer on the Texas baseball team this season. And, of course, the iconic Austin snow globes and tons of other great trinkets like they always have at Sue Patrick. And there, there are some – I see some leftover Sugar Bowl shirts, and there's, and there's still volleyball gear around this place. Yeah. Tons of it. So National champion. National champion volleyball team, yes. And uh, it is uh, – windbreakers and – I see some golf things and and definitely these polos for sure because whether you come in and get them because they're online once folks find out that they're still available they'll get online and those things will all be gone here shortly so get your geared up i'm getting geared up for i went out and bought some golf shoes yesterday you know because the last pair of golf shoes when i stepped in dog crap which oh. I remember the morning i had talked about it and i actually did go and then step in it yeah the next day yeah well, you dropped a psa for the people saying that they needed to stop picking up after their dog. I never said that part. I didn't say it. I said, I don't have to. I have a yard. They go in the yard. Now, you told people, hey, let your dog roam no. free and do their business wherever they want. No. And that's nature. It's no, nature's I said, job. That was the old days when people just, nobody, you know, I never saw anybody walk around with a baggie and a baggy glove picking up dog crap. You saw people barehanded? What, were they raw <laughs> dogging their dog's crap? No, they just never picked it up. It just didn't matter. You just, that was just part of, it was a part of nature and, and a part of a kid growing up, being able to dodge the crap. You just, if you stepped in it, you went home, you washed your, your shoes off and when you went about your business, but I told you that doesn't go with me in this, in this day and age. If I step in it, the shoe's done. If it's brand new, like those brand new golf shoes, if I step in dog crap, I take them off and I throw them away. Seriously. No, yeah, seriously. Even if it's the first round you play. I don't care. Wow. If I step in, in a pile of crap, I'm not going home and ta- or taking a stick like I did the day of the golf when I was out playing golf and digging it around and dumping my foot in the stream and having a wet sock for the rest of the time. No, the shoe's gone oh. and never to return. No, I'm not taking it home, washing it off. Somebody said, put it in a bag, take it home and wash it off there, rich guy. I mean, it doesn't matter whether I'm rich or not. I'm not walking. I'm not going through that. It's gone. Yeah, these tennis shoes that I'm wearing cost me 25 bucks. And if I stepped in dog, they're gone today, too, aren't they? No. What? I'm cleaning them up. You would clean them up? Yep. No, some of my guys said put them in, put put that stuff in the in the uh, washing machine. I mentioned that to my wife. She laughed at that. She goes, "Those things better not even make it to the garage." God and she's it. right about that. I I just no. All right, you got your new golf shoes. You getting a golf polo today? I'm going. Yes, I'm I'm looking for a polo. But people back in Pennsylvania are still, you know, my nephews and nieces and friends are still wanting that Texas gear. I mean, they don't whether you know Texas played for a national championship. They love the gear. They love the logo. They want it, and this is the place to get it. I mean, like I said yesterday, there are incredible hoodies and and sweat gear here. But let me tell you, thirty some dollars. You go other places and look, they're seventy, seventy five dollars for a hoodie. Jay's got them here, thirty two to thirty nine dollars, and I would, I need to get a couple more. Yep. All of a sudden, I've got a lot of nieces and nephews that need extra large. I'm like, come on, you're a little guy. No, no, we got to have the big hoods. I said, what is that, to keep your weapons in or something? What is that, your school books go inside the hoodie part of this deal? Hmm. No, we don't wear tight-fitting things, old man. Did you say little guy? Not so fast, Midget. Not so fast. I didn't realize you had a couple of grandkids that fit that category. Wow, yes. Just nephews and nieces. Grandkids was good, like I said, it was good to see them in Louisiana. They're not. They're still teeny tiny little girls, which is nice. There you go. Nice to see they haven't been tainted by the world. They wear the sizes that fit them. They don't double up on sizes. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, if you can uh, get out here today, come see us, or you can just shop online at suepatrick.com. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, shout out to our guy Jay here. Also, shout out to Trey Elling the Third, who is yes. on site engineering. He's running the cameras today. So we've got a, a gorgeous four camera setup that we are going to try to incorporate more and more into our live broadcast. And Trey got here early and he is uh, manning the show behind the scenes. So appreciate Trey for doing that. And uh, yeah, excited to be here this morning. I already have a couple of folks commenting, giving their love to Sue Patrick and Buck. I've been trying to put it off, but we got to talk about it. What happened at the Moody Center last night? The Texas basketball team returned home after a disappointing road loss in Morgantown to West Virginia over the weekend. They were eight and a half point favorites against a UCF team that was picked to finish 14th. Wow. Out of out of 19 teams that we have in this no, conference? Out of 14. Oh, okay. They were picked to finish dead last in the Big 12 preseason I just don't know the numbers in the Big 12 anymore. I know it's called the Big 12, but it, I thought it was 16 or 18 or 19 teams. It will be 16 next year. Wow, the Big 16, huh? <laughs> yeah, because Texas and Oklahoma are leaving, which will take it from 14 to 12. Right. You're getting those four Pac-12 schools coming in, so none of it makes any sense anymore but uh the 14 team big 12 ucf was picked to finish last before the season started and they came into austin and beat the Longhorns 77 to 71 the final score crazy because when i was watching it texas was up 12 13 points texas got off to a great start i mean they jumped out to half. a 16 point lead this game was 22 to 6 and it wasn't like okay well the longhorns got out to a great start and then from that moment on ucf made it a game no texas was up 12 at halftime right. and texas pushed the lead back up to 15 Early in the second half, they had this game in control, and they just completely fell apart down the stretch. UCF was down by 13 at the under-12 timeout, and they finished the game on a 24-9 run to get the win over Texas. Buck, before Big 12 play started, we talked about how important this four-game stretch right. was for Texas to open up the league this season. We said, well, 4-0 would be nice. At worst, we'd like for them to go three and one. Sure. And instead of either of those, they went one and three. And now they are looking up at a bunch of teams in this Big 12. And I don't know if the season ended today, this team would be nowhere close to making it to the NCAA tournament. Well, they're very fortunate they have till March to get this thing straight, or at least till the end of February, you know, when they get into, you know, conference tournament play. But they had to do what was it that they did well that you thought up until halftime or up until the second half of, of of the contest. I mean, they looked okay to me when they, when they were up by, you know, I went to bed at, when at halftime, I was, it was like, dude, this is, they're not catching Texas tonight. They, they look like they feel really good about themselves. So there, there must've been something that kept them going to that point. And what was it that happened in the second half while the buck was sleep trying to get a, a, a good night's sleep in? I wish I had pulled a U and went to bed at halftime. Really? But you ended up watching the whole madness. I did. I did indeed. And uh, sadly, Mm. For that matter. Yeah, Texas was a lot more aggressive in the first half. The ball movement was a lot better. They looked fluid offensively. And I think what really plagued the Longhorns down the stretch in the second half, because once again, it wasn't like the entirety of the second half where Texas lost its way. Uh, they were up 13 with just under 12 minutes wow. to go. They still had the game very much in hand. The problem was from that moment on, Texas became so passive offensively and they settled 12 of Texas's last 13 shots were from three-point land. Like, in the first half, they were aggressive. They were getting to the 10. They were driving and finishing at the cup. They were driving and setting up other guys. And in the second half, it was dribble, 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 jack up a three towards the end of the shot clock. That iso ball or hero ball that we saw way too often during the Shaka Smart era sure. of Texas basketball that we all 
hated so much. We saw a lot of that last night. Texas just lost its aggressiveness on the offensive end of the floor. The ball movement wasn't there. They shot 68% in the first half. They cooled all the way down to 34% in the second half, and a lot of that was because they were taking low-percentage shots. Well, once again, that this is a group that they wanted Mitchell back so bad. They, they, they you know, we thought that they were going to really start to find a way to, to get him really involved. And in the first half, he was okay. I mean, some of the things that they set up, I mean, for him offensively, and then they get to the point where they, they quit doing it with him. It's like, okay, he's, he's had his. You know, he's, he's satisfied. But this is a guy who is an NBA type of player. So was said that didn't go off to the NBA but came back for another year. And I thought that they were really, really focused in on helping him out become a better offensive player. And he would have helped himself in the offseason. But they don't go to him a lot. You know, they, they stop. They must have just stopped in the second half. It must have been that ball that I had talked about yeah. where the ball goes into that dark hole and it doesn't come out by certain guys. Max Aismas, your least favorite player on no, the team. No, don't say that. Even he's, though he's been the best player on the team. It, the ball still goes into that to that dark hole, and once it goes in there, you never see it again. Well, Aismas did not lead the team in shots yesterday. Now that's a big surprise to you. It was actually IT Horton who did, and he played a great game. He was inserted into the starting lineup in favor of Brock Cunningham, who put up another zero burger on the scoreboard yesterday. Good job, Brock. Uh, but, but, we, but we know what to expect from him. We know what kind of player he is. That's no, we, that, like I don't expect him to not make a shot in five of six games because that's where he's at right now. Like that, I, I expect a little bit more from that guy. Not did only he get off, his fouls in? Not only offensively, but also defensively as well. Like he's not taking as many charges as he did last year too. Like he's he's. But not, he is getting his fouls in though. Uh, only one last night. Only one. He only fouled once last night. A minor miracle. All right. But they brought IT Horton into the starting lineup. He actually played really well, especially in the first half for Texas when everybody was playing well. Uh, team high 20 points. It was obviously a career best for him in his first year here at the University of Texas. Dylan DeSue had a little bit of an off night. He was in foul trouble, only played 21 minutes. A big part of why Texas fell apart down the stretch. Dylan DeSue picked up his fourth foul with just under 10 minutes to go. And even though he wasn't having a great offensive game, just that guy's presence on the floor makes a big difference. It does. Because teams really have to respect him because he's a guy who could score at all three levels. Obviously, the size makes him a matchup nightmare for opposing defenses. And him having to sit for you know four or five minutes with those four fouls kind of allowed UCF to get back into the game. It got them some confidence. And by the time Dylan DeSue returned with those four fouls in the final few minutes, it felt like it was too late. And what did Mitchell end up with? Dylan Mitchell had 15 points. He you know, actually the, had a pretty good night last night. Yeah, but it's just that the ball in the, when it's crunch time, this is, like I said, the NBA guy. And they be, this is the time you set up the one-on-one. He should be kind of the leader of this team, you know. But I don't think they have that, that trust in him when it's down the stretch, you know, that he's going to make a jumper, a, a key jumper, because he can get his jumper off over anybody. He can, you know, he can out-jump everybody in the gym. But that's the way they, they feel like he's still going to score. They don't set up anything for him. He's not a set-up guy. No. You know, and, and and to go to that next level, you've got to be able to be the the guy. And he's not been the guy. And I don't believe they believe he's the guy. No, no, no. You no. know? Yeah, Max Aismas and Dylan DeSue sure. are the two best offensive players I, I, for this I agree. team right now. And look, Dylan Mitchell has evolved his offensive game from last year. but it's still, I think he's a better shooter. Yeah, it's not to the point where we would like for him. The one-on-one, we're going we're gonna to move out. Everybody else move over. Let him go one-on-one. Yeah, he just doesn't have that in his arsenal just yet. And another thing that UCF did that gave Texas fits and this is where we'll kind of turn the conversation more to Rodney Terry, who has been on blast since that game last night, in part because of what happened on the floor, but also in part because of what happened once the game went final. Uh, UCF switched to a zone defense 
right? Because Texas kind of got whatever it wanted offensively in the first half, and UCF mixed things up to try to get some stops, and it looked like Texas had never seen a zone defense before. A zone defense is designed to get you to settle, right? Like, you play a zone because you don't think the other team's a great jump-shooting team. You're worried that they're penetrating too much, they're getting into the lane, they're getting too many easy looks. Okay, we'll play a zone, we'll clog up the interior, and we'll try to force these guys. Now your shooters have to make some shots. Well, there are ways to attack a zone. Oh, yeah, you can still get inside. And Texas wasn't doing it. Like, they would flash Dylan they Mitchell were to the high post. In other words, they were settling. They were settling. 12 of their last 13 shots were threes. Like, UCF literally lulled Texas into doing exactly what they wanted Texas to do. And it looked like the Longhorns had never practiced against a 2-3 zone or 3-2 zone because UCF was kind of going back and forth. It looked like they had never seen one of those in their life. And the fact that we're now 17 games into the season – and Texas looked as lost as it did going up against a basic zone defense. That's pretty pathetic, dude. There's no yeah. way around it. Yeah, and he's he's catching some grief, huh? All over the place. Yeah, but more so, give me the aftermath of the at the end of this game, which it seems like people are talking about yes. more so than the game itself. Yeah, so we'll get to that. As my head and that's and that's and that's too bad. Yeah. So here's what happened after the game. So we've got uh, two videos to show, and there's sound of both of these. Uh, we'll start with the post-game handshake. So, of course, as is tradition, hugs and everything. Yeah, a lot of times, a lot of hugs and, and coaches and players right. shake hands after every game by the scores table. And Rodney Terry, you can hear this, and you can also see it too. He started saying something to some of the UCF players, and I'll just let you watch the video, and then we'll kind of explain what was going on here before we let you hear Rodney Terry's explanation in his post-game press conference. <laughs> Yeah, your job is to worry about your team, and that's for that's for fans and the players and the other coaches to talk about. That's you're you're not in charge of the other the opposing team and and whatever they do. I mean, you can you can just say have some have some class, but you don't have to tell them don't do that. You don't that you're not their coach. You're not their boss. You're the opposing coach. Worry about your guys and what they do. Don't worry about what the opposing players do. That's for players and fans. That's not for the coaches. That that upside down hook 'em stuff. That's for fans and 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 players. That's that's not for coaches to get involved in. You don't need to have anything to do with that part of it. I don't believe. Yeah. You know that that stuff never bothered me. I mean, when I was coaching, I mean that, that upside down hook 'em stuff's been going on a long time. That never that never really bothered me as a coach. I just thought that's what fans do, and that's for fans as a coach. That's not going to ever bother me. Whether you're beating me or I'm about to to knock you out of the park, it doesn't matter to me. And it shouldn't really matter to him. So for those of you who are listening on the app, it might have been tough to pick up that sound. But Rodney Terry was going through the handshake line with the UCF players, and he said, that's classless, that's classless, don't do that, S. And what Rodney Terry was talking about is what you're talking about, yeah. right? Right after the final buzzer sounded, some of the UCF players went up to the student section and flashed the horns down which is a custom. We see that happen all of the time when opposing teams come into Austin. Since I've walked into Austin, Texas, that's all I've seen that. I mean, it's not, it's, it's, it's not endearing or people say it's, 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 it's respect. I understand what it is. It's it's like shooting a finger, but, but that's not for me to worry about. My worry is to how my, how my team plays and what my team does. 
I can't tell somebody else's team what to do or say, don't do that. It's you, you, what you say to them has nothing to do with the way your team played. You just take care of your group. Right. You know, you can't take care of everybody else's group. I mean, I whisper in the coach's ear, maybe, you know, but I don't need to talk to the players. Right. Yeah. Your job is not to be a mentor for the opposing no. team's players, right? Like if you want to be a mentor and a life coach for your own guys, that's fine. That's part of the job. But your job is to not teach life lessons to the other no. team. No, no. If that's what beat, was your... that what beat you? Yeah, exactly. I mean, were the, was the upside down hook them the thing that beat your basketball team? Hey, coach, if you're worried about other teams doing that, maybe coach better. And win games. Yeah, I'll tell you what. If Texas worry won about that the zone. game, worry about the zone. If Texas won that game, they didn't blow that sixteen-point lead. Then I guarantee you, UCF players aren't flashing the horns down after no, the not. game. No, they're not. So win the game, coach. If that makes you so mad, go out there and do your job. Your job is to not, once again, give life lessons to the other players on no. the other team. Your job is to coach up your team to win basketball games. And Texas in doing that right now, and he's not doing that right. Yeah, now. I mean, you know, the opposing coach. You, you know, somewhere during the course of your coaching career, you've come in contact with that particular coach. I mean, you get on the phone the next day and, and, and you know, speak your mind to him and say what you want. Because, by the way, when you speak your mind to him, he's going to be thinking the same thing. Dude, you need to mind your own business yeah, and not be calling me and telling me what I need to do with my players. You need to coach your players and coach them better and don't worry about what our team does. You know, and then the people that go off and think this is, oh, this is so classless and all. It's just sports. It's just, it's, it's just what they're kids. This is what they do. I don't know. I don't know if, if, if anything is ever going to – that's never going to change, by the way. I don't know what people think that, that say, well, they need, people need to quit doing that or we need to give them penalties or they need to have personal fouls or technical fouls. It's never going to stop. Yeah. I, I don't know if we're going to – I'm not going to be on this earth when that I'm, – I'm, I'm going to be dead and buried and it's still going to be going on against Texas. It's, it's never going to stop. It's something I say often. If you spend your days looking for class in sports, you need to find a new hobby because this is not the place where you should be looking for class. Sometimes you see class and it's great. And we point it out and we praise kids and athletes and coaches when they do have class on the court or on the yeah, field. I mean, I was, yeah, you're right. But you're talking about the most competitive people on the face of the earth in the heat of battle. They're not always going to do the classiest things left and right. No. And part of sports is talking trash. And these are college kids. These and are somebody's going to be mad. Somebody's oh going to be over-emotional. These are 18 to 22-year-old kids. Like, this is what they do. They talk trash to their friends. They talk trash to their enemies. And sure as hell, after an important basketball game, they're going to say some things. That's how this works. Dude, I've, I've, and the basketball line is one of the more intimate lines in sports, you know, besides hockey at the end, you know, the, you know, the hockey at the end of a series where yeah. the guys shake hands. Like, basketball, these guys hug each other. They talk about, see you next time. You know, we may have to play you twice. Hopefully we can see you again. Coaches, coaches hug each other. It's not even just a handshake. There's even more that goes on in a basketball game than m most other sports. So to, to watch a guy try to tell another team what you need to do, you know, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that shit. I mean, that's, that's like, coach, this isn't life lesson time. This is go in and then start talking to your team about what just happened to your team. Right. You can do the life lessons by calling the coach up the next day and say, coach, you know, I, I, I know you, you don't teach your team this, but I thought this, I thought that. And the coach can go, hey, why don't you mind your own business? Or the coach could take it at heart. I'll do that. Thank you, Rodney. I'll, I'll talk to my team about, you know, sportsmanship a little bit more. But that, that dude is not going to do that. That guy, that guy, the downward hook, him, he probably doesn't care. He's the He doesn't care about that either. No. He doesn't think, I mean, if, if he had an opportunity and he knew your team was going to miss a free throw by him throwing the, the hook him down, he would. 
He's not caring about that sportsmanship stuff either. Let's hear from Rodney Terry. This comes from his post-game press conference after the loss last night. Here is his explanation on what happened in that handshake. You know, I'm a big believer in, uh, you know, you win the right way, you lose the right way. And, you know, I always tell my guys, you know, um, whether you win or lose, you win the right way. You lose the right way. You carry yourself the right way. You don't go through the handshake line or proud to get into the handshake line and have about six or seven guys putting the horns down. We don't do that, you know, because when you do those kind of things, it looks very classless, and it also looks like you were just hoping to win. We never go into games trying to hope to win. We go into games expecting to win. So we don't act like that. You know, we expect to win. We don't jump up and down act like we won a national championship. We sure don't step on anyone's home court deal and act crazy and try to show them up in any way. We don't do that. You know, so that's what I was angry about, and I was letting those guys know you don't do that. You know, you guys won. Hey, we shake, you know, shake your hand, tip our hat to you, but we're not going to let you act that way in our building. You're not going to do that. You're not going to put your horns down and do all that nonsense. Yeah, but they did. And they won the game, by the way. Yeah. Um, we're out in public today, so I'll refrain from all of the language I would like to use to describe that explanation from Rodney Terry. I will just shorten it to one letter. He's being a B or he's being a P, whichever one you prefer. That is pathetic. That yeah. was not the P word I was using. There you go. For the record. Uh, to me, what happened last night is a sign of frustration, of course. And Rodney sure Terry should be frustrated. We're all frustrated with what's going on with Texas basketball. This team is sitting in a tie for second to last in the Big 12, and they were picked to finish third going into the season. And oh, by the way, the next six games for Texas basketball all come against ranked opponents. So the schedule gets even tougher. Not a lot of reasons for optimism right now. And I think Rodney Terry kind of realizes that uh, this is in a little bit of a tailspin at the moment he's frustrated but to me this is a sign of a coach who's also losing control he kind of realizes he's in over his head right now and i think every texas fan is starting to realize that this head coach might be a little bit in over his head because life lessons aren't for the for the for the for the end of the game that's you don't need to teach somebody else's team life lessons that's for the other coach you could teach your own team yes and continue to teach them and you can talk about it but you know you you don't say what they're going to do when they come into your building I mean, nobody dropped their pants. Nobody. They, now that would have been pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that would have been funny. Now you're talking, but yeah. but you know the the downward hook. I mean, it's not like you haven't, Ronnie. You've been here. You understand what 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 what's going to happen. Continue to teach your team life lessons. Don't worry about an opposing team's what what they do and how they do how they do that. What what, what do Texas? What do Texas teams do when they go on the road and win? They put the horns up. They put the horns up. Yeah, they do. It's for Ronnie Terry to act like our guys don't ever do anything like that. No, like, we don't put the horns up. We, we, we put the horns up. That's our thing. I've seen Texas players after games flash the horns up to opposing fans or go through the handshake line with the horns up right in front of the other team. Like for him to act like you know, nobody on his team ever roots for their school. Like what is that? It's the same thing. It's just the opposite with, with guys flashing the horns down. That's just an emotional move by a, a coach who – Who's, who's struggling right now. He, should have, uh, he doubled know. down in the press conference. He had the chance to be like, look, I lost my cool. It was a bad moment by me. I was just mad that we lost. I don't lost. need to be telling somebody else what to do with their team. Exactly. Or That's not my responsibility. My job is to coach our guys, and I've got to talk to our guys about how we need to play. Yeah, better. handshake those guys, go by, and then talk about it somewhere else. But don't tell them how to how to behave. You don't have to tell them. You don't have to tell an opposing team how to be, how they should behave. 
somewhere else. I think they've they these kids have played basketball long enough. You know, I I never thought that whole hook'em thing was all that classes. I just thought it was competition, sport, a part of it. Right. You know, I never. I mean, as a coach, I've seen it. I mean, I've had it in my face. I've had fingers in my face. I've had, you know, downward hook'em in my face. I'm like, okay, once again, isn't that just a part of? Isn't that a part of where you are? Right. It is. And once again, there's a way to prevent that. You just oh, go like win. I said. Oh no, you win. You win. You're you're not going to get that by the team. The team's not before the line going to be shooting the downward hook'em into your stands. If you win, they're coming in that line. They they want to shake your hands and they want to get the hell out of the building. Yeah, coach. Instead of being mad that his team lost, he's mad that the other team is doing a hand gesture after the game. I mean, what what is that about right there? And I say this all the time. Here's here's the overarching thought on where Rodney Terry is right now. And look, I'm trying to be patient, and I will be patient. And I'm not calling for this guy's head right now. I want to set the record straight here on January 18th. I'm not saying Texas basketball. Well, by the 23rd, you may be. Needs a midseason coaching change. But I've always said this about Texas basketball. Look, Texas football will always be king around mm-hmm. here. I'm not breaking any news to anybody. And Texas baseball is always going to be number two around here. You do not have to be winning national championships every year to stick around as the head coach at Texas basketball. That's not the expectation, right? Expectations for Texas hoops are lower than what they are for Texas football and Texas baseball. That's just the fact of the matter. So you don't have to be the best coach in the country. Rick Barnes was never the best coach in college basketball, but he had Texas playing consistently well, and he lasted here for a long, long time. That's, That's okay. That works around here. That will keep people satisfied in this fan base. What you cannot do, when you're the head coach of the Texas basketball team, you cannot embarrass the school. You cannot be a black eye on the school. And what happened last night was an embarrassment to Texas basketball. The game itself was bad enough. Yes. People were talking about that. People are mad that this team is now 1-3 and three in conference play, and Ken Palm has them going 6-12 and 12 in the Big 12 this year, which means they won't even come close to making the tournament. That's bad in itself. But the post-game handshake line and the post-game press conference – those are big stories that now Chris Del Conte has to answer to. Sure. That is a bad look. That is an embarrassing look for the University of Texas. You cannot do that if you're the Texas basketball coach. No, you need to you need to go and fix the things that you need to fix, but that can't be a part of, of the scenario. It just it just can't be. Why why are we why are we having conversations about the handshake line? Yeah. Who cares? We, we are two weeks removed from Texas's best football season in 15 years, right? Like, th- this fan base was so happy. Obviously, the ending was disappointing. But, hell, volleyball just won a national championship. Texas football won the Big 12 for the first time since 09. They made it to the CFP for the first time in school history. Things are going so well for this athletic department. And now Chris Del Conte is going to have to answer to a bunch of questions about their head coach trying to give life, life lessons to the other team in the postgame handshake line because his team can't hold a 16-point lead against the worst team in the conference. 16-point lead. That is how you expedite your firing, coach. I don't think CDC is going to make a move right now. No. But I can tell you he's getting calls today. Oh, I there's can no tell doubt. you he is getting calls today yeah, because of what get, happened last night. Yeah, and and not, and 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 on both fronts, or what happened the game wise, and what happened in the post game, because the game you can lose the game, but the post game you can't have that happen. There's because there's no reason for that. There's no reason for your coach to be talking about other players and what they need to do. They they want to know once again what's wrong with your players. Why can't why aren't your players listening to you? Right. Let the other team listen to their coach about how to behave when they're on the road. But you giving out life lessons, you know, and, and telling them what how your team behaves. Nobody cares. The opposing coach doesn't care to hear 
or or by the way, your fans don't want to hear that. They understand that you've got some you got classy players. They understand that you don't, but but you don't understand, coach. When your team wins, they throw up the hook'em and walk through the line. They do that, and teams don't teams teams. There are people that don't like that, but I don't think the opposing coaches are going to be talking about it when you whip them in their in their press conference saying, "Well, you know, they're throwing the hook'em up. You know, they won the game, and you know they play the fight song in the corner after the game, and we don't really like that." But no, they're not going to do that. Yeah. I just I don't care. I know some Texas fans do care about the horns down. Uh, it has never bothered me. I coached there and I didn't care. It's part of sport. I thought it was part of. I thought it was a part of the gig. I always thought that that's a fans and players thing. It should never be a coach's thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? The coaches should never be involved in that. And if a kid ran up in your face and he was on the opposing team, and and you know, and you wanted to say something to, you know, the opposing coach, hey, such and such is in my face with the. I mean, can you? Get him out of my face. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do something stupid. I didn't want to get over emotional about it. You call the coach. You don't talk to the. You don't need to be talking to their players. They're not your responsibility. Yeah. Once again, your life. Your job isn't to give life lessons to the other teams' you're players. Right. You're right. It's just, just not. You're right. It's something for the fans. It's and... a. That's a fans thing, and it's a players thing. Exactly. Players understand what that's all about. I mean, I. I mean, I understood it when I got here, but I still understand why it's such a big deal now i mean i mean it's not a big deal it's a big deal to the head coach here who needed that who obviously after last night needed an excuse to be over emotional maybe yeah it's a scary time for texas men's basketball right now because once again they just finished their easiest four game stretch of big 12 play and it's like you said the, the fans by the way the fans don't want to hear it either because as, as you said they're just coming off of what happened in football Everybody is still on a high. Things are happening, transfer portal. Things are still happening with this football team that they're very emotional and excited about, you know, getting Steve Sarkeesian to be back, a bunch of his staff. There's things going on within the football program that are so positive. They don't want to hear this. They don't, they don't want to go through this stuff right here. No. Whether you win or lose, they don't, they, don't, they don't care to hear about the opposing team, Coach, when you lose to the opposing team and how their players behave. That's Even, even, even the most ardent fan is going to go, Dude, who cares? Yeah, we, we we don't care. It's never going to stop, Coach. If you're going to whine about this after you lost, and are you when they're doing it during the game, are you going to whine to the, the the opposing fans next? Because you're going to get a lot of this now. Of course, you just ask. For, by the way, you just ask for tons of this. Yeah, and it makes me so mad. I mean, Mac Brown did this a couple of times too when he was coaching at Texas. He would get mad about the horns down thing, and I feel like the majority of this fan base—not the entirety of this fan base—but the majority of this fan base doesn't really care about the horns down. Like they embrace that as part of competition. And, yes. Okay. Hey, if you want to get people to stop doing it, you just go out there and win. It's as simple as that. But now, yeah, when a coach comes out and says that it's classless and a bad look and all players shouldn't do Stop that. that and we don't do that we're texas that just is going to light the fire under every other big 12 fan base he's already pissed at texas by the way because texas is leaving the conference mind you so you already heard an sec chant in morgantown when texas lost on the road over the weekend like texas is already getting hate in basketball just like they did in football because of the move to the SEC, and now you're just adding fuel to the fire. Oh, it's too bad. Not complaining about that. That's so, too bad. That had to happen last night. Yeah, so Texas now 1-3, and three, once again, in a tie for second to last in the Big 12 Conference right now. The next six games for wow. the Horns. Don't are, get very easy from this point on. Are against ranked teams. This team is currently 1-3 and three in the Big 12. 1-9 is not out of the question. Wow. And if that happens, then I wonder. Right? I mean, Chaka Smart got six years here. I saw some folks mentioning that on social media last night, but 
Also important to note, there was a different athletic director around, and the Moody Center wasn't around when Shaka Smart was here for as long as he was. Uh, I'm not saying Rodney Terry is going to be one and done. Once again, right now, I'm not saying he should be one and done. But if this team drops four or five or six of the next six games and a team that was picked to finish third in the league is in the bottom three of this league, then, yeah, people are going to be making some calls and Chris Del Conte is going to have a decision on his hands. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. You can be a passionate person. You can be a passionate coach, assistant coach. But you, as the head guy, you have to watch your passions. Your, Your passions have to be directed in the right way. I mean, you make an awful lot of money. You've given a, given a great opportunity. You know, you did a fantastic job with this basketball team last year. But expectations aren't going to be any less because now you're the head guy. Not, it's not going to be that, okay, let's give him a year or two to see if he can fit in. Too much success is going on at the university right now. They're, 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 they want to continue success. They're not looking to go backwards no. in any of their sports. No. This, is, this, this, this puts it on everybody, what's happening with volleyball, what's happening with you know, even last year's basketball program, what happened in football this year, nobody's looking for somebody that's going to be whining about anything. You got the best of everything. Have your team play better. Yeah. And don't take a 16-point lead and blow it and lose because, you you know, you can't beat a zone. To, I mean, you can't do that. To go from a two-seed and a trip to the Elite Eight to just flat-out missing the tournament altogether, which is where Texas is at right now, that's a tough fall. And, you know, I was texting with somebody last night, uh, and they're like, man, you can't expect much. There's not a lot of continuity. There was so much roster turnover from last year to this year. And look, that's a fair take. That's a fair opinion. But the best coaches in college basketball deal with this type of roster turnover all the time, and they figure it out. You look at what John Calipari does at Kentucky every year. I know basketball Kentucky is a lot bigger. Sure. And John Calipari is a Hall of Fame coach. I get that. But that guy loses an entire NBA roster every single season, and Kentucky is in the top ten just about every single year. You should be able, and it's not like Texas's roster doesn't have talent. Once again, this was a preseason top 20 team in college basketball. They were picked to finish third in the best conference in the country. This is not like, oh, just Texas fans were drinking the burn orange Kool-Aid thinking this team was going to be really good. No, like the expectation was based on what happened last year, but also the roster that Texas had going into this year. This team was supposed to be amongst the best in college basketball, and instead they are one of, if not the most, disappointing teams in the land well you need to be now you need to be baylor at home yeah and that's a tall task of oh. baylor baylor just lost to k-state baylor's a top 10 or 12 team they just suffered their first big 12 loss which tells you year. everything and everybody can beat you in this conference everybody well, k-state's good yeah and you and you lost to west virginia and then you just lost to central florida everybody can beat you from this point on there are no cakewalks for this basketball team no baylor's gonna be pissed coming in here oh too. and you don't think they'll have some down, downward hookums, uh, and they've had Texas's number in the Scott Drew era as well. So, yeah, we'll take your thoughts. Uh, four texts to get to on the Coda text line. By the way, five one two 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 nine three two eight. That's the number to reach us there. Somebody asked, "Does Rodney Terry make it until the end of the season?" My answer to that is yes. Although, if you have more post game fiascos like last night, no, you can't have that. Maybe the answer changes to that. Uh, Longhorn fan from Denton says, as a fan, I prefer him not bring up the horns down. All that is going to do is encourage more of, of it. He agrees with you. Uh, 512 number says, Rodney was an emotional hire. Talking about Rodney Rodriguez? Double R? No, no. Oh, Rodney Terry was an emotional hire, and it's backfiring. Simple as that. He uh, out-talented people last year, so he looked good. This job is too big for him. And it's, uh, look, it's kind of looking like that right now. And Rodney Terry, 
was around a 500 head coach before he got this job at Texas. And he would not have gotten this job at Texas if he wasn't an assistant on Chris Beard's staff and he sure. wasn't the interim coach last year. He deserves credit for what happened last season. He There's- got all the credit in the world for that. There, there, we, we don't have to continue to thank him about that. He got he got more credit. He did, Here's the credit he got. He got this gig. He got this gig, yeah. And, and another buddy was like, oh, I kind of feel bad for Rodney Terry. It's like, dude, this guy got a job he probably didn't earn. Uh, it was right place, right time with him being on the staff. He did a fabulous job. At it. And like I said, he's been patted on the back numerous times yep. and then contractually, and he's got a basketball team that shouldn't be this bad. Exactly. And it's different. Once again, we've given Rodney Terry tons of credit for sure. last season, but it's different when it's your team, right? You don't certainly you've is. got to build a roster. You've got to coach guys up throughout an entire off season. And you have to say the right things. You have to say the right things during the game, the post game. It all matters now. It's not just, you know what? I'm glad to be here. You know what? I know this team was in a difficult situation. That stuff's over with, by the way. That's done. You've been here now. now. So everything now is magnified when you talk to people. Everything you do as a head coach is magnified. So you're right. when you have a post game like this and you have a handshake, more so you're we're more so more so we're talking about the handshake and the the congratulations line more than we will about the the, the efficiencies of the team. That's going to suck. Mm-hmm. People don't want, no. People want to know why they suck. That's what they really want to know. Yeah. Coach. They don't want to, they don't care about the hookums and stuff. They want to know why does your team suck right now? We don't need a sixty-five second rant about why you no. were calling the other players classless after you blew a sixteen point lead to I mean and and to tell I mean, tell kid tell them I mean, these aren't your kids. Tell them don't do that shit. I mean, really, those aren't your kids to be telling that to. Let that other coach worry about his kids. Those aren't yours. Yep. Take care of yours. One final text to get to from our man Tom McKay over at Audiovisual Consultations. He said, I told everyone, including you, that UT basketball was in trouble this year. We'll be lucky to make the tournament. They have an assistant of a real coach coaching them. In the words of Julia Roberts, big mistake, huge. Well, there's there's time. Time will tell. Time will tell. Yes. We will be patient. Although the first 42 minutes of the show – doesn't sound like we're being patient. No, I mean, I didn't I didn't know enough about Coach Terry's past and, and how he was as a head coach before. I just knew that he took on some responsibility last year that was going to be different this year because now it's yours. Now it all falls on you. No matter no matter how you behave, you go out and get drunk one night and slam into something, it's all going to matter now. Everybody's going to be looking at you. They're not going to be looking at what you did last year. You've got your kudos for that. That's That's in the past, you know? You got the job. You got your kudos. You got a lot of pats on the back. You got a nice contract. You've got a, obviously you got a pretty wonderful staff that went through all this with you last year. So now it's on. It's it's yours. It is. And so you have to own it. Rodney Terry was a head coach for ten years prior to getting the job at the University of Texas. He spent seven years at Fresno State. He spent mm-hmm. three years at uh, Texas El Paso, and made one NCAA tournament. And had a record of one sixty three and one fifty six. So you had, so you've given now a, a great opportunity to be at a place that that you were at for a long time as an assistant too. So now it's, it's all yours. It's it's nobody else's. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it, it doesn't belong to your assistant coaches. They, nobody cares. You're the head coach. Yes, yes, indeed. All right, we'll take your thoughts. Keep the text coming. Five one two 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 nine three two eight. Or uh, the YouTube comments line is of course open as well. We appreciate all the love. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please be sure to like this video and make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so yet. We're at uh, 7,200 followers on Very YouTube nice. right now. Moving on up. Moving on up like the Jeffersons. So. And uh, the, the time is we'll be moving on up because we'll be opening here at uh, 
Sue Patrick's at 9.30, huh? 9.30. Come in and see us. I want to see those folks I saw down in Louisiana. Come on. I don't, I don't mean the people in the tents. You don't want to see people peeing all over the floor here? Uh, I, no, 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 we don't have that tradition in the state of Texas. I have <laughs> not. Listen, I've been to some bathrooms since I've been back here. Yeah. And I've been looking around the corners of toilets, whether it's at a gas station or, no, or a restaurant, BK. I have not seen that tradition take hold here in the state, state of Texas. I don't think it's going to take hold. We have good aim. We understand what a toilet is about. Yes, we do. You know what I mean? It's Louisiana, that's a bad tradition. You need to stop that in Louisiana. I'm going to talk to my son-in-law who's from Baton Rouge. I'm worried, now I'm worried about my grandkids. Are they going to just start peeing on the floor? Don't come to my house. Mm. Does your son-in-law do that? He's from Baton Rouge. Have you so. ever gone to, into the bathroom after he used it and you just oh, no. feel a bunch of stickiness on am, the ground? Am I going to have to go check now when that dude comes to town? I think you might have to. Gosh, what a bad – that is a bad bit by people from Louisiana. <laughs> let's not let's not start that here. We don't have everything figured out, but we at least have bathroom aim figured out in this state. I'll tell you what, if, if we do things like that – I mean, I've been to the to place on 6th Street when I first came to Texas. Now I don't frequent the place where you'd go through the bar, but the bathroom was outside and it had that long trough. Now, there was some missing going on, but nobody cared. There's no T at the end of that word. Yeah, I mean, trough. That, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so you go at the end, you, if it's, you know, guys would line up yeah. and some guys are going to miss because some guys are going to turn around and talk to you <laughs> with, it, with it in hand. You, you can't know? do that. No, you, no, you can't. You can't be having a face-to-face <laughs> conversation. It's bad enough when you're having a conversation with someone when you're staring at the wall, but you got to be looking straight ahead. You can't be making eye no, contact dude, with when someone when your thing's in your What was the hand? name of that place? Not jazz. It was Joe's Generic Bar, I think, where the bathroom was outside. You go out the back door and there it was long. But Out- guys, outdoor trough? Oh, yeah. Just was, open to the public? Yeah, and guys would be back there, and some guy would spin and talk to his buddy, and I'm like, dude, keep that other thing there. Oh, you don't have to spin this way. Guy's drunk and forgets that oh, he's taking a leak. Oh, yeah, and, he wants to turn and look at you and yeah. bang. And so it, You got hit one time? Oh, dude, I've, I've been around some of that friendly fire, oh, and I'm like, dude, this is... That ain't friendly. That was when I was into the alcohol, yes. deep into it, so a little spot here and there didn't bother me. I was just going to go on about my business, but, you you know... That was even that was even when you'd come back in, dude would give you a handshake. Nobody's washing their hands back in the day. You know, they would just come in. That was it was very similar to the worst one of the worst days of my life is when I played golf at the old Circle C golf course. And somebody recognized me who had come out of the woods. And I know, you know, I I could see him coming out of the woods. He was kind of semi behind a tree. And he comes out and he goes, Bucky, and he sticks his hand out, and I stick my hand out to shake his hand. And I gave him a nice grip and just I might as well have been holding it for him because that's what exactly what he came from behind the tree. He wasn't looking for his golf ball. He was already holding his balls, and I just I went ahead and shook his hand anyway. Oh, no. It was the worst feeling for the rest of the day of what I had done. I'm like, anybody coming out of the woods to shake your hand, if they recognize you, you don't, you don't reach out and let them shake your hand. No. That's, that's still a knuckle thing. Now I've, now I've learned the old knuckle. I've seen people do enough. I, I do that now. I'm, Dap them up? Yeah, that's about all you're going to get. Well, did you wash your hands after this? Oh, heck no. No, no, I just you just grabbed, wanted it on your hands. I mean, just hey, I just you rubbed them the gr- together, rubbed them together, oh. touched the golf towel, You're touching your face, <laughs> touching my face, God. picking up the balls and doing all the other stuff. Yeah, this guy, I mean, you basically let that guy put, his, put it in my hand. These nuts, <laughs> you let him drag his nuts across your face. <laughs> no, dude. I did that not. is what you let happen. No, no, that's not what happened. Yes, it is. No, you're making it. Here you go. You said it. I'm you, not making this story you're up. Taking it to another, no. Uh, I don't know. The guy, the guy may have not had any dribble on his hands or whatever. It just is awful. You always have dribble on your hands. I guess man. you will. Yeah. Oh, uh, God.
couple of YouTube comments before we uh, give some shout-outs to some great sponsors. My buddy Tanner's watching this morning. He says, my LSU grad fiancé pees on the floor all the time. <laughs> See? I'm telling you. Uh, no. Those people, now. Uh, can't wait for the wedding, Tanner. Looking forward to that I one. I am so scared. I'm scared for Arch Manning. And he is in our pre- – you know, Arch Manning is around here. Oh, oh he- you think Arch Manning is peeing all over the floor? Where is he from? He's from Louisiana. We got to be careful to these things. You're right. Uh oh. We're gonna a get few, a report out on that. A few Louisianans. On man, the, oh man, on the team. You think Baron Sorrell is one of those guys too? He's from Louisiana. Well, obviously, if he's if he's in step with their traditions, he's done it before. Oh <laughs> uh, man, maybe that's why the uh, the AC in the LSU locker mm. room went out a few years ago because someone peed on the Gosh, system and broke it. Bad, bad bit. Stop doing that. Maybe that's what happened. Uh, CB five one two says, "Buck, does pee on your shoes constitute immediate replacement?" Like no oh, crap. Oh no, 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 no. That dries out. We just move along. Okay. Maybe a little smell to it, but we're 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 moving along. You can pee on the shoes. We can get that done. You can go dip those in the river and come back, let them dry out. You're good to go. Right. But no. So pee is okay, but crap is not. No, I'm not doing stick thing. I'm not doing little, you know, I'm not doing lollipop sticks and kind of weaving that stuff out. No. Yeah. If you just get a new pair of shoes. You know, if, if you're playing a game of golf, you're not that poor. You can't go get another pair of shoes. Or you can't be that goofy that you can't go wash your shoes. But I'm that goofy because those days are over with. There you go. Especially when you step in it now. I mean, I don't know what you people are feeding your dogs, but that stuff overwhelms your shoe. You know what I mean? That just stick on the bottom. The last time it overwhelmed the top of my shoe. How big was the pile of crap? I don't know. Okay, I was, was a dog looking... and not like a bear or something. I don't know. It was it was semi in the woods. So let's just not. <laughs> I'm not going looking for somebody else's golf ball any longer. I'm staying right at the cart, on the cart path. Oh my god! All Un- right, unreal. Let's. Uh, we'll get into the Dallas Cowboys. Oh boy! You know, it, it's bad enough if you're a Texas basketball fan. If you're also a Cowboys fan, on top of that, then yesterday might have been the worst day of your life. We'll talk about their decision. We also uh, have some Texas football to get into. An opening Vegas line for the Texas Michigan game. Now Next you're talking. Fall. We'll talk about that and discuss whether or not it makes sense. But first, bucks some love to some sponsors. Our good friends over at Covert B Cave. Love the folks at Covert B Cave. You know, they've been doing this in Central Texas since 1909. The Covert family, cars, trucks, SUVs. Now they've got Covert Ford and Chevy in Hutto. Of course, they've got Lincoln Ford in Austin. But out there in beautiful BK, 42 acres, folks. Buicks, GMCs, Cadillacs, Jeep, Ram, Dodge, Chrysler. It's all out there and it all awaits you. And the service bays out there, they've got plenty of those available for you. So if they've got to service your car, and if you bought that Covert car or Jeep or, or Cadillac uh, somewhere else, but that you're in the B-Cave area, go ahead and service out there. They've got 86 bays, I said, and they're all waiting you. Your time is very important to you. They will service your car and truck as long as you're a part of that Covert family. Go to covertbcave.com to find out more information on the latest and great sales that they have out there. And they've got tons of inventory out in beautiful BKs. Say hello to Dan, say hello to Mike and Stacy, the whole gang, and nobody beats that covert deal. Not now, not ever. Not ever. It is impossible. All right, shout-out to Covert B-Cave. Also, a shout-out to our man Tom McKay. We know he's listening this morning. Absolutely. He's got a new jingle. Should, we, should we go dad jokes or should we go maracas this morning? Let's go to dad jokes. All right. 
Here it is. And it's Tom McKay with audiovisual consultations. And Camilla McKay. Hey, kid, you want to hear a dad joke? Sure, old man. A guy walks into a flat... <laughs> oh, that was terrible. A guy walks into a store and buys an 85-inch flat screen for 2500 bucks. <laughs> I wasn't done with my joke yet. Yeah, you were. Here, I got one. What's worse than paying for one overpriced surround sound speaker? I don't know what. Paying for two overpriced surround sound speakers? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, here at Audiovisual, we do like to laugh. And by calling 512 you can share in that laughter. Stop paying extra for lesser quality and visit avconsultations.com today. All right, all right. You got me going now. One more. All right, here we go. A guy walks into a bar and then a speaker and then a projector. All right, all right, all right. I think they get it, kid. Give us a call at 512-255-8678 or see us online at avconsultations.com. And all jokes aside, remember to hug your kids, laugh with strangers, and make love to whoever the hell you want. Just give us a call, 512-255-8678. I think Tom was down in New Orleans. He's got that band. You hear the background music to that? Trey Elling III, that's Tom McKay's Xylico Sweethearts in the background. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, they're the Sweethearts. The, the Xylico Sweethearts. Sweethearts. Yes, from Louisiana, the Piers. I like that right there. Love our friends over at AV Consultations. Also, shout out to Olipop. Got a text on the Coda text line. Okay. Where can you find the Cherry Coke Olipop? Uh-oh. I haven't found it at any store yet. See if they've been to B-Cave, H-E-B. They've got it at the Target off Monterey Oaks, close to where I live. I know I've bought in a few cans from there. Okay. I don't know if it's in stock right now, but I know in the past I've been able to buy it there. Uh, it's just hit and miss with the flavors. I mean, they've got Olipop all over. I'll tell you where they have grape everywhere. They do have grape everywhere. The cherry cola is one of my favorite flavors, though. So uh, I know they've got it there. I feel like I've seen it at 7-Eleven, too. Down on Monterey Oaks. Clearly, I live close to Monterey Oaks down in South And Austin. Ashish is going to hook you up. Ashish has it there. Shout out to our friends at 7-Eleven as well. I need a hard copy. It's Thursday, so I can get Monday's news. That, yeah, that makes That's sense. That's important. Austin American Statesman. So if I get the paper today, I'll know what happened on Monday. How is that important? It's the hard, First of all, it's the hard copy. You know? Yeah, I know what it is. You know, back in the day, there's nothing, there nothing better than the hard copy, the Sunday express but now the sunday paper here is like five dollars it ain't back in the day anymore no it's not back in the day it's very expensive knocking down a lot of trees for a lot of bad That's news i'll tell you that paper, because it's garbage <laughs> it is some garbage it is garbage thank you very much coach uh eddie with the comment they've got it at heb on congress and 35 so uh there you go listeners helping other listeners this morning we love olipop great tasting soda that's actually good for you Talk about a New Year's resolution that's easy to keep. If you're trying to be a little healthier this year, and I feel like most people are, uh, Olipop makes it easy because they've got a bunch of different flavors and they all taste just like the soda that you grew up sipping. But the good news, you've got nine grams of fiber in every can. You've got ingredients that are going to help your digestive health. Hardly any sugar, hardly any calories. It is something healthy that actually tastes good. It really does feel like a miracle here. We need Al Michaels here. Do you believe in miracles? I do yes. believe in miracles because I've cut back on Coca-Cola for Olipop. Good move. It, it is a good move. It's a good move for me. I'm I'm not quite as, I mean, I've got a little bit more energy. That, that sugar-induced stuff for me, it's really good for a, for a moment or two, but it goes away so quick. And when that when that down part comes from all the, the, the sugary stuff, it's not fun. Mm. It, it is not fun. I mean, that leads to a bad night's sleep, too. Dirty, uh, dirty toilet devil. <laughs> Must be from Louisiana. Yes. Comments. You can clean your shoes with that hard copy, Buck. Oh. <laughs> you can get oh, the dog take crap. those shots all you want to. We're at Sue Patrick. I'll just say this. I still see some snow globes over there. I mean, what do we do with those? 
do I can I send those in the mail? I'm a little worried about me trying to package them up. Because when I package things and I take it to the post office, by the way, thanks for that 68-cent stamp. Oh. What is the deal now? Where are we trying to get to here? I had to buy 100 stamps yesterday. Oh, my goodness. It cost me $66 for 100 stamps. And people are going to be – now people are saying right now, what are, you, what are you, 50 years old, you old man? What are you stamping these days anyway? You know me, I'm a stamper. I'm still the stamp guy. I still send out my bills. And I, I get my bills out on time, but I stamp them. I Take the stamp, stick it on there, send it away. I'm, I don't like all that stuff online. I don't like putting my numbers on, you know, that everybody has my numbers out there in the world. So I was very disappointed. I did some stuff uh, through a group called Fabletics. You know, I, I joined the membership. Yeah, of that with deal. Uh, Kevin Hart. Yeah, well, tell Kevin Hart, you owe me $118. What happened? Well, I, I, I tried. To, I, I not tried. I, I said I want to I get rid of this $59 membership a month because – I only need to go there and gather some stuff maybe twice a year. I don't need to be a member every month to pay you $59. i am not going there every month. $59 a month to be able to buy clothes? Yeah, it's just the weirdest thing. So I joined this, and, you know, I thought I was going to get all these great sales, and I maybe I do. But I said, but I'm not going to go there often enough to use it. I said, so I want to dump this membership. And I dumped it in November. I actually called a guy, and I said, I, I want this done now. So I get a bill in December. And I, I call up again. He goes, well, no, we stopped it in November. I said, okay, cool. I want to make sure this stopped. But you can't do it at the store. You've got to go online. Hey, let's go online. And then, you know, I actually talked to somebody at their corporate office. And I said, listen, I got this bill in December. Can we just cut this out? I got a bill again January 6th. Oh, no. And now I'm going nuts. Now I'm going to my credit card people saying, this is fraudulent. I'm, I'm pissed. I don't want this to happen again. And. But then they, they said, no, you got to go online. I mean, I'm talking to you right there. You're at the corporate headquarters. Let's go. Here's what I said. I want my card. No more from them. Yeah. If it's come, this is all fraudulent from this point on. Okay. And they make it, if you become a member of a clothing place or whether be careful. because they thing. Look, Dude, they make it so hard for you not to be a member. Once you join them, dude, they'll continue to send you a bill, even if you already said no. Stop it. Yeah. So they took my, my credit card number off their – it's off their market right now. Okay. So if I get something that comes to me in February and they no longer have my number, they're not supposed to have my credit card number, and they find a way to bill me anyway. What are you going to do? Are you going to fight Kevin Hart? I'm going Perry Mason. I'm going to get, I'm going cool. to get lawyered up. Wow. I am going to have to go get lawyered up for $59 a month because that's, that's ridiculous. When they, I don't, and I'm not calling it trap. Nobody trapped me into doing that. I did it on my own, but they don't have a certain amount of time that you have to be a member either. Like, oh no, you got to be a member for a year. They don't have it. You can be a member, but you can unjoin the next week if you want to. No, it's impossible to unsubscribe from anything. That's what I'm saying. And all what, those what? email lists too, like even the free ones. It's you hit unsubscribe and then you keep getting emails from them nonstop, and it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, so that's 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 my beef of the day, okay. you know. And I, hey, it is a buck off Thursday after. Yeah, all. buck off to them, Fabletics. Mm. Come on, Kevin Hart. Are you taller than Kevin Hart? For sure. Yeah, for sure. I think Rodney Terry may have lost a few inches here after last night. I may be taller than Rodney Terry now, too. Mm. Kevin Hart's 5'2", so you're right around the same. Dude, I am not. I'm a 5'9", fully grown old man All now. Right, now you're rounding up here. What now you, I'm starting to. What are you, on Tinder? You're trying to impress some ladies no, or something no, by rounding no. up on your height? What's the no, deal here? No, I'm 5'9". I was 5'9 and three quarters, same as Doug Flutie, but now I'm starting to. I'm starting to 
and I know my doc is over there doing some camera work there, but I'm starting to get that stenosis a little bit where I bend down a little bit because it's easier on my, it's easier to, to have your head down and to have your head up like this. So you got to, I got to continue to work at it, keeping my head up and not letting it be so easy to have my head down. Oh, hobo posture <laughs> for getting under, getting intense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not wrong there. But I'm feeling great, man. I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm doing like I told, told you yesterday. I'm getting all the stuff done. Probably going to have to go get another parathyroid taken out because calcium's up. So dude who did it before, speaking of old hobos, I'm going to have to get somebody else who's a real specialist to get it done this time. Speaking of foreign language to me right now, brother. No, you don't need to have any of these things. But if you keep going in your directions, tell him, Doc Trey, his direction is not a good direction for a young guy, not even 30 years old. What do you mean? My direction's great. No, dude. I'm doing fine. My aim is good in the bathroom. I've got everything going my way. My aim is good, too, because I'm going to have to start sitting down to pee soon. Oh, no. Put me in the grave when that happens. <laughs> no, I'm not ever doing that. Oh, another guy who sits down to pee, Mike McCarthy. Oh, no. Yeah. He's fat. He's fat. Thank you very much, Coach. Yeah, He's still coaching. He's still got his gig, right? Yep. The uh, Dallas Cowboys released a statement because only the Cowboys release statements when they're not firing people. There's uh, another exhibit in the circus that is the Dallas Cowboys under Jerry Jones. Yesterday, the Cowboys released a statement saying that Mike McCarthy will return as head coach for the Cowboys in 2024 despite the Cowboys' embarrassing playoff exit last week at the hands of the Green Bay Packers. Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, they released statements yesterday saying that they are backing McCarthy, saying that last Sunday's loss was on more than just Mike McCarthy, and they have made the decision, Buck, to bring him back for one more season. Which means he'll be bringing his defensive coordinator because nobody wants that dude now. Well, he's already interviewed for two head coaching jobs, and he's interviewing for two more this week. So I don't know if he'll get any of them, right? There's a big difference between an interview and an yes. offer. And maybe with what happened to the Cowboys defense on Sunday, Dan Quinn's going to have a tough time getting a head coaching gig. But I still feel like there's a damn good chance somebody is going to hire that guy. Somebody's going to take that shot. Despite what Jordan Love and company were able to do against his bunch wow. last Sunday. But uh, Mike McCarthy, we know for sure, will be back. I think I have more worries for the Texans than losing their young coordinator, who's your age. Bobby Slowick. Yeah, I, I worry that somebody's going to take a, a shot at, at a guy who's not quite ripe enough to be a head coach, but I mean, definitely in the future, but he's going to get looks now. Yeah. He's already know? been uh, requested by a couple of different teams wow. for an interview. Obviously the Texans still alive. So it's a uh, kind of tough manage managing the schedule, mm -hmm. of, you know, developing an offensive game plan going up against the number one seed in the AFC and the team with the best record in the NFL this season, while also trying to figure out if uh, you've got the chops to be a head coach somewhere else. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Bobby Slowick. Boy, Texans fans were so critical of that hire. Understandably so. I, mean, sure. I was doing radio in Houston. Like, this guy worked at Pro Football Focus three years ago. He's never been a coordinator. He's never been a position coach. And now you're going to pair him with a rookie quarterback, and that is your plan to try to turn your franchise around. Uh, it's clearly worked in Houston because C.J. Stroud's your easy rookie of the year, and the Texans are having maybe the best season they've ever had, which is crazy to say. Um, but, yeah, Slowick will be interesting. But Mike McCarthy – the big story here, he, he's back, man. You talk about a groin kick. You talk about salt in the wound. You talk about twisting the knife. That was uh, the saving grace, I think, for a lot of Cowboys fans with what happened on Sunday. It's like, all right, we lost, but we can move on from Mike McCarthy and start a new era of Dallas Cowboys football. 
Jerry Jones said, uh, not so fast, my friend. Yeah, and I wonder who talked Jerry into that. I mean, I, I wonder if that's Stephen Jones saying, we've got to give this guy one more shot. You know, he took over as a play caller. It's only been his first year of play calling. Once again, they won 12 games. That's what they do there. They've been doing that for the last three years. So it doesn't, it doesn't really, really matter who, who calls the plays. They're going to get to 12, but they're going to get to the playoffs and maybe win one, but not win two, or maybe not even win one. So I don't know. It's, it's hard. I, 12 games, it's, it's just hard to do, and it's hard to fire somebody when you make it to the playoffs. But, I mean, I know Dallas Cowboys fans want to shoot for the moon. They've had the moon before, but not lately. They haven't had the moon. They've had more like Louisiana toilets. That's what they've had. We haven't lately. had Mount Benel. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Forget the moon. We're not getting close to that. Well, it's I don't I, I could see one more year. I yeah. mean I I mean I would the day after the game I would have wanted to run it back with anybody that played on that team. I'll tell you what. I you really know. wouldn't have on offense or defense. Mm. You know, and especially the quarterback and the wide receiver that were having having hissy fits during the course of a football a a playoff game. They couldn't get on the same page. Two guys that have had pretty good year and then they get to a play playoff game and where it really really matters and they're mad at each other and they're acting mad at each other you're talking about a bad look yeah and you, and talk, that, you and talk about a bad look and you talk about a, a coach going into next season buck who's going to be on the hottest of seats and if you thought ron rivera and washington was on a hot seat going into this season you think rodney terry's on a hot seat you think rodney terry's on a hot seat yeah insert mike mccarthy and, and the cowboys have to play a first place schedule next year, which they did not have to do this season. And oh, by the way, I can already guarantee you the Cowboys aren't going to repeat as division champs in 2024. Why? Because nobody repeats as division no. champs in the NFC East. So the Cowboys, I can tell you, they're going to take a step back next season. And ultimately, what matters for Mike McCarthy is playoff success. The Cowboys sure. can win 12 games. Hell, they can go 16-1 and one next season. Oh, it won't matter. It won't matter no, if they flame out early in the playoffs like they've done the last three years under McCarthy. And now you've got, it. Now you've got the Green Bay Packers, too. You know, the team that you've grown up disgusted with. Oh now you've got to worry about this group. And you're not only San Francisco, but now you've got to worry about the Green Bay Packers who look like they are taking a huge step forward in what they're trying to do. They're going to be around for a while now with this young quarterback. I mean, he has come on in his own, come on his own. And how about these wide receivers? They're young, too. So, and, and nobody thought that defense could play the way they played. No, and Detroit's good, too. I feel like they're up and coming in the NFC. You mentioned San Francisco. Did you mention Minnesota? At all? No, with good reason. Why? Because you're losing Kirk Cousins. Joe Biden mentions Minnesota all the time. You don't mention him, but the president of the United States mentions them. Does that, That's just not – that doesn't seem right that you wouldn't mention them. Does that help them win? Minnesota! Far no. It is an election year, so uh, we might hear more of that from <laughs> Joey Buckets. Come on, man. In charge. As long as my quarterback's coming back. Kirk Cousins is coming back to Minnesota, correct? No, he's a free agent. He'll be back. You think so? They want him. Okay. Uh, they want him, but other teams might want him too. Someone no, nobody, nobody's that money. dumb. No, it's just the Minnesota Vikings. No, there are plenty of teams who are dumb enough. And Kirk Cousins is solid. He's not the best quarterback in the league by any stretch, but he's better than a lot of other teams' quarterbacks right now. Good you job there, Dak Prescott. You don't think Atlanta would take Kirk Cousins right now? Yeah, they could. You're right. Right? Like a team like that that isn't picking high enough in the draft to get a Caleb Williams or a Drake May or a Jane Daniels, but they also still need a quarterback. New Orleans is not taking that chance, are they? They already got their Kirk Cousins, don't they? Oh, my God. No, Kirk Cousins is better than dumbass Carr or whatever. Really? Is. Yeah. Yeah, I think at this point that's pretty safe to say right there. So I'm just trying to – I'm saying all the teams that 
making my quarterback feel good. Good job there. There you go. Yeah, way to go, Vikings. Um, why is McCarthy coming back? Well, he's 42 and 25, two NFC East titles the last three seasons. And for as bad as the Cowboys offense was on Sunday, you know, Dak Prescott had maybe the best year of his career during the regular season. Now, obviously, Cowboys fans in the NFL world, world is very critical of Dak because of his postseason performance, right? Two very costly first-half INTs, Man. including a pick six. Uh, it goes without saying that he did not play well against Green Bay. But Dak did have a great season. He led the NFL in touchdown passes just a year after he led the league in interceptions despite missing five games with a broken thumb. And look, the Cowboys, they made the playoffs three years in a row. And I know the Cowboys have had a lot of regular season success since their last Super Bowl in 1996, but they have not made the playoffs three years in a row since 1996 until this season. So, Something about his leadership that's just missing. That guys, they, they're willing to follow, and then when they see the wall, and he goes over the wall, and is anybody going to join me? You know what they do? They go, no, I don't think so. Well, some of the Cowboys players took to social media yesterday. Oh, and, and talked about how great he is as a leader, correct? Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, the players know best. It's like, no, they don't. The players are the players. They're, <laughs> They're the like... ones that lose the game, by the way. Yeah, way more often than not, they are going to like their coach. All the Texas basketball players like Rodney Terry. Does that mean he's a great coach? No. Probably not. Uh, yeah, players, it's no surprise that they like Mike McCarthy, but you know, the players don't know best. It's the GM. Who and it doesn't surprise best. me that they like their quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Yeah. He just can't take you. He can take you to the wall, but guys, he's not going to lift you over the wall. I, I just don't think he can. Well, that's the other huge decision the Cowboys have to make right now, right? They've already made one. Mike McCarthy's coming back. I can't imagine the scenario where Jerry Jones reneges on that deal and uh, decides to reverse course and get rid of Mike McCarthy this offseason. So that ship has sailed. But what do you do with Dak Prescott right now? He's got one more year on his contract. You're going to have to play out that year. Well, it's easy to say that, and that I said that yesterday, but the financial situation makes it tough to do so, Buck, because Dak Prescott is set to count $59.4 million against the salary cap. You have to season. assure yourself of winning 12 games next year, okay? So if you do that, if you let Dak play out that final year, yes. You're not going to have much money to spend in free agency to try to bolster the rest of your team. And it's clear the Cowboys have some other holes that they need to address. Running back. So what do you do there? If you give Dak Prescott an extension, obviously you're stuck with him beyond 2024. But you can also backload that contract, move the money back to where, okay, you can attack this offseason and spend a lot of money in free agency. In other words, you should have fired him along with Mike McCarthy on Monday, on MLK Day. Well, you're not should have. You're should have fired both of them. Uh, you're paying it's going to cost you anyway. Yeah, you're going to pay the guy $59.5 million to not play for your team? Like, you can't do that. That's just silly. Well, you're going to you're gonna give him the $59 million. So what do you do if you're the Cowboys? Do you say, hey, we'll, we'll just deal with the roster that we have right now and hope it works better next year? And, Dak, you've got to prove that you can actually win. They were the number two the seed. They were. I know. They were number two seed. I mean, I, I everybody in the world says you can't run that group back, including the coach. Dak Prescott, they were the number two seed. I mean, they had one bad game. This group was 16 straight wins at home, and they weren't even close. I mean, it's one bad game, but it's a recurring theme in these playoffs, right? Like, you're right. They were awesome at home in the previous 16 games, but in the playoffs again. Yeah, fool me once, but fool me 17 straight times. And the Cowboys, just... they've lost their last two home playoff games. Like, they obviously lost at San Francisco last year, but two years ago, they were the higher seed against the 49ers, and they lost that game. Well, so, nothing will change with the quarterback if the coach is back. I mean, if if Jerry Jones goes as far and Stephen Jones go as far as bringing Mike McCarthy back, 
then they're not going to do anything to the quarterback. He's going to be here for at least another year. I, I think he's definitely here next year. Yeah. Right. Like I, I do wonder if the Cowboys spend a draft pick on a quarterback. Remember, they did go and trade a fourth rounder for Trey Lance last offseason in a move that made absolutely no sense. Uh, and Trey Lance is the third string quarterback. He didn't play for the Cowboys. And I don't know if they ever want him to play for the Cowboys. But do they spend? I don't know. They're picking 24th overall. Do they draft Michael Penix? Do they draft JJ well, McCarthy? Michael Penix if he's is there, there? Yeah. I mean, if Michael Penix is there, you just go yes. Well, At 24. And then it's like, well, are you trying to win now or are you trying to rebuild for the You're future? not trying to win now because you're not going to win but now. But you were the two you just said they were the two seed in the NFC. They've won 12 games three years in a row. Shouldn't they be trying to win now? No, they're going to win 12 games again next year. So they, they, they should be it, not the same drafting. Spot. They shouldn't be drafting backups then, right? Because Michael Penix would be a backup to Dak Prescott. For a year. Right. For one year. And then it's time to start winning and it's time to get rid of that. You just, you'd end up cleaning up house. But then, of course, you get a new coach. It's, we got to give him a year. We got to give the new quarterback two years. I mean, so you're in the same situation. It's, it's you're in the pur- same boat. It's purgatory for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, they're in, they're in the same boat. But if I get a chance at Michael Penix at number 24, I'll take that chance. Mm. I, I, I think I'd take that chance. And then if they win 12 again and you lose in the playoffs, which you're going to do because that's what they do, then I'm wiping out Mike McCarthy. Michael Penix Jr. is going to be my starter. We're going to have a new coach that you're going to have to give two years to. You're going to, you're going to have to let them settle in. You can't get automatic, you know. But there's a lot of things they had to fix, too. They got to fix their – you know that. They, they got to fire their GM. That's what they need to fix. He's not going to fire himself. I know. Well, that's what they need to fix because this problem spans multiple head coaches – this problem spans multiple quarterbacks, tons of other players, tons of position coaches and coordinators. There's one underlying theme to the entirety of this two and a half decades of suck for the Dallas Cowboys, and that's the same GM, the, the same, same GM owner, yes, who's also your owner. Like the Cowboys aren't going anywhere. Well, if you're a fan, you know exactly what's happening, so you don't. Someone's got to kill him. <laughs> Expectations are someone's got to kill Jerry Jones. <laughs> It's as simple as that. I'm not going to do it. And now I'm worried that I put that out on tape. If something happens to Jerry, people are going to assume that it was me who did it. I'm not doing it. Let the record show. Someone's got to take one for the team. Where's that highway they he gotta hangs be up a, on? They got to be he a, hangs out at? The highway. He the highway out. that he's, you know, got or his like car Like Harry Hines or something? Yeah, he's got to be just go out to Harry Hines and hang out a little bit. Oh, that's a good spot right there. <laughs> There's the spot. Yeah, I don't like that it's getting gentrified a little bit because more stuff is illegal there than how it used to be. But, uh you can get into some trouble still on Harry you still? Boulevard. You still Jerry hangs out that way. Yeah, he does. But look, some crazed Cowboys fan, they just have to be willing. To do it, take one for the team? Take one for the team. Be selfless. Good Lord. Yeah, put your team above you. All Dude, right? they're only going to win 12 or 13 games. They're going to get out of the playoffs. Get used to this. Aren't you already used of to it? Of course I'm used to it. It's why I picked the Cowboys to lose to the Packers last week. It's about everyone saying I'm an idiot. Cowboys won 16 games in a row. They're the two seed. The Packers are the seven seed. They stink. No, the Cowboys in the playoffs stink. I didn't even touch that thing knowing that I was I, I I just like I just thought sixteen in a row you've won here and it's not been close. You're playing the Green Bay Packers that although they, they talk about how they love Jordan Love I mean, love that dude. I'm like, he's not as a as a first year quarterback gonna come into Dallas when they're on this streak and beat them. But you've been used to this for a long time. Yeah. This this kind of beating from the Packers. So no matter who the quarterback is. The Packers are six and zero in Arlington. <laughs> no matter who the quarterback is. Yep. 
I shouldn't say in Arlington. They're six and zero at AT and T Stadium. They lost at uh, the old Texas Stadium a few times, but Packers are five and zero against the Cowboys in the new barn. Well, we can say what you want as long as the head coach is coming back, the quarterback coming back for another yeah. year. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's back, and I, I think he should. Like I'm not, I'm not ready to move on from Dak Prescott because there's no obvious solution the Cowboys have for next year. Um, but what do you? I do? think it's an overrated offensive line. I think they're old. God, they, 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 like Terrence Steele was bad, and he's one of the young guys. Terrence Steele at right tackle, that contract is looking like a bad contract. But he's going to stay. He's too young. Young. Tyron Smith played great this year. Even dude, it's old. time to get rid of that old no, dude. It's not. No, he, he's, he's he old. He was awesome this year. Uh, Tyler Smith, the first round pick, looks like a really, really good player. Biotish has been okay at center. Uh, Zach Martin's still one of the best in the league. So this. They're look, old. They don't move anything. They couldn't, they, they didn't move Green Bay. At Green Bay defensive line, that was not very good. They didn't do a thing to them. I thought they were really good this season. I won't disagree with you there because nobody on Dallas did anything right against Green Bay on Sunday. Uh, and if you want to be critical of the O-line for the Cowboys' run struggles, you can. I think a lot of that has to do with their running back just not being very good. No. But I, I, I like the Cowboys have he bigger. Won't, he won't be returning, no. I, I can't imagine. No, the Cowboys have bigger problems than the O-line. Like, is the O-line perfect? No. Is it as good as it once was five years ago? Well, no. no. No, nobody's O-line is the same now. But the, the D-line is bad. You know, the, the interior of that D-line needs help. And they drafted Mozzie Smith out of Michigan in the first round. That guy gave you nothing this season. Yeah, he was supposed to be so strong and, and you know. It came from the cheaters. Yeah, he did, yeah, I guess he didn't have everyone's plays. <laughs> this year so maybe <laughs> he didn't that's know where why the run game was going he didn't look as good as he did at michigan you don't close the book on a guy like that after one year no. but obviously an underwhelming i mean the cowboys got next to nothing from their rookie class this year marvion overshone the third round pick got hurt before the season started it'll be great having him back because the cowboys yeah they need linebacker help they need d tackle help those are uh, i think the two biggest areas of need for dallas and then also running back is right there too those are bigger problems that the cowboys have in the O-line. The problem is, once again, if they let Dak play out that last year on his contract... Got no money to do anything. They got draft picks. They don't have their full complement of draft picks, but uh, yeah, they don't have the money to go out in free agency to bring in that surefire plug-and-play starter. I mean, Dak doesn't assure you they're going to win 12, but... Well, he's done it three years in a row. They're going to win 12. It's just, in the in the playoffs, he's going to probably assure you a loss because he's 2-5 and five in the postseason. Dude, I, yeah, you... No matter what, it's... Unless unless a miracle happens last year, you, it's you're gonna have to part ways with that dude anyhow, and you can't get caught up. He can't now. He can't bind you up as the owner, saying I'm not gonna play on this one year deal. You got to give me more money. I need listen. To, let's sign. Let's sign five more years now. Yeah, that could wow. hold out hypothetically, which you know Cowboys fans won't love after the postseason performance he had, but. You know, plenty of players have held out before, and it usually works for And them. he's not going to take less. No, Jerry Jones is 81. Like, that's why a lot of people thought McCarthy would get fired, right? Jerry's getting old. People are thinking, oh, he might not be as patient as he used to be. So, Jerry, instead of just running it back and hoping for something different, he's going to make a change and expect something different. Um, but, obviously, that's not the case. And with, with Dak Prescott, we'll we'll see what he does there, too. But Jerry Jones is, is running it back with McCarthy, at least. And I forgot what point I was He's doing making. everything that others that got on got on TV and radio on, on that Monday, on MLK Monday, and said, there is no chance you can run this thing back. You, you, there's just no way you can do it. I know. And it sounds like they're going to do it. it. Sounds like they're going to do it, at least at head coach and quarterback. Now, they're probably going to need a new defensive coordinator. Uh, I don't think Mike McCarthy is going to relinquish his – play calling duties because again Dak played really well he had a nice bounce back Cowboys offense was better 
under McCarthy statistically. And, and the, and and the fact that Dylan they did Moore. try to run the football, it wasn't that they, it wasn't for lack of trying to run. Yeah. They, also, just, they played a bunch of bad teams this year, Buck. They did. That's why it's like that. That's another frustrating part is the Cowboys beat up on a crappy schedule. And even in the regular year, even at home where they didn't You're lose, right. they still really struggled against half decent teams. They um, almost lost to Seattle. They should have lost to Detroit. And when they got on the road, they did lose. When they got on the road against good teams, they did lose. So when yes. they got on the road against bad teams, they did lose. They lost to Arizona without Kyler Murray. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I I have no faith in the Cowboys. I never have faith in the Cowboys, but uh, it's going to be a long off season, and I got a hunch it will not be a 12-win year next year. Ooh. It will be a long, long season in Big D. So there you go. We'll take your thoughts. Go to text line, 512-222-9328, or you can comment on YouTube. Uh, appreciate the love. Yeah, M-M-Y Forte, maybe my Forte. Yeah, that makes sense. Good job, BK. Uh, sadly, BK, you're right that Jerry needs to pass away before the culture gets better in Dallas. I don't know if Jerry realizes it, but his passing is going to be celebrated mm -mm. on a large scale. No, no, he's celebrating. They're going to be sad. I won't be celebrating it, but I'm not going to be too mad Guy's been a it. fantastic owner. Not in my lifetime. Sorry about that, your lifetime. You know what? He's He's been a great owner in terms of the business side of things. Yes. But part of being a good owner is, you know, making sure your team wins. And the Cowboys ain't winning. Jack, you know what? Frustrating. Okay. Let's give some love to some sponsors. Another shout-out to Sue Patrick, by the way. Absolutely. I'm sure Jay will join us here at some point to tell you all about some of the great deals that they have. At I do Sue like Patrick these right baseball now. caps. Oh, yeah, the on-field baseball caps. Those are cool. Let me go grab one real quick. Watch your head. You got one there? Hopefully not ruin uh, this broadcast. Look at that. Here. Here's one of the on-field baseball caps that they have. This is obviously the burnt orange version, but they've got the, the white. They've got the gray. They've got the throwback cream color as well. Uh, the on-field cap, this is exactly what the players will be wearing at the dish all season long. It's fitted. It's got the state of Texas on the back. It's got the Texas flag on the side. Obviously, the Nike logo on the other side. And there's the sticker. It says authentic team. I like issue. it's fitted because those those won't overwhelm my pee head. You know what I'm saying? Oh, someone peed on your head? No, it's just you got a little pee head and not all sizes fit. You know what I'm saying? Some of them are just, they sit on top of my head. It looks like I've got a a... a a little derby on, but this is this is cool. Jay says he's got a size seven for you. Yeah, see, there you go. That's, that's for exactly, the tiny baby head. That's that for you have. <laughs> I've never seen a seventy-year-old man with a baby head. That's what you have right there, dude. Yeah, uh, look got, at that thing, seven and a half. That thing would engulf me. It's gorgeous. They got these nice jackets too, but behind the jackets, how about these? The dry. You know who fit. had that jacket on right there? Zay. Zay Collier had this jacket on. And people were giving him all sorts of love were in they, New Orleans. They were in New Orleans. You're right, because uh, people were asking Zay where he got this jacket, and he kept saying Sue Patrick. Ooh, down jacket. That is nice. This thing is uh, nice, and it looks really warm, too. And it's going to get cold again. I know today it's supposed to be 70 degrees, but uh, it's supposed to dip back below freezing. You're trailing the third. He's all bundled up like he's living in Anchorage or something. Come on, man. This is Austin, Texas. It's going to be damn near 80 degrees today. What are you talking you're, about? You've got a sweater that you're using as a blanket, and, <laughs> and you've got the shock of smart look of polo over long sleeve oh, shirt. Oh, man, I'm old. Trey's just wearing some pants and a jacket and a T-shirt. Come on, man. Anchorage. It's not that, yeah. What's the weather in Anchorage right yeah, now? 50? Probably, yeah, it's warmer than here, yeah, probably, for sure. Be. No doubt about it, man. Uh, let me let me tell you about my good friends uh, over at Relax the Back. Yes. I, now, I, no, I did not bring the roadie. Glad I got that road chair that never goes anywhere. That's, <laughs> that's in my garage that hasn't made it to the road yet. But my back, folks, is uh, this this cold weather is really, really bothering me. But thanks to the folks at Relax the Back, when I'm home and sitting in my comfortable chair, 
it is absolutely fantastic. Let me tell you, I have a thoracic surgery about 20 years ago. And since I got the relaxed back chair, it gives me the comfort in my thoracic back, my lumbar area, even my shoulders and neck area, thanks to that chair. And you can go by there and you can feel great just like I do. You got zero gravity incliners, stand-up desk that Trey Elling III does like a stand-up desk. He needs that very badly because he's got hip problems. Yes, his little teeny little hips are starting to bother him at such a young age. And so now he's doing you pumping motions. Doing? <laughs> he's doing the Apache dance over there. <laughs> Getting himself together. But you can get to relax back because they have two great locations. Uh, at the Hill Country Gallery across from Whole Foods and in Austin at the Gateway Shopping Center, not far from where we are, across from the container store. Folks live pain-free just like the buck at Relax the Back. How about that? I went by there yesterday. I was by Relax the Back yesterday. I was thinking of Trey because I don't know if he's gone by to get his desk yet, his stand-up desk. We need to get that done for you. If that's going to give you the comfort, man, you got to do that because by the day, it doesn't get any better. It just doesn't happen that way. You need to have that done for you. And look at Jay wandering around here. He needs to have a good relax-the-back chair, too. He's getting ready to unlock the door. Oh, come on in now. Start to let the people in, baby. Let them in. 9.30 is when Sue Patrick opens. Come by and see us. We'll be here until 10 o'clock, but this store will be open all day long. They've got the best selection of Longhorn And chairs. we do hope they have the crowds like they did at Christmas time. Come on in. Yeah, we hope so. <laughs> we hope so. Uh, love Sue Patrick and obviously love Relax the Back as well. And I am on CentexTickets.com right now, Buck. Okay. How about this tonight at ACL Live at the Moody Theater? Cool in the gang. Wow. They got tickets for it on site right now. You want to celebrate tonight with Cool in the no. Gang? No, no, I've celebrated enough times with Cool in the Gang. Really? Oh, yeah. Seen them a few times? Seen them a few times is right. How about that? Well, they've got tickets to any concert coming to town. They've got tickets. And some to... great concerts coming to town, oh, too. Oh, my gosh. Any sporting event, not only here in Austin, but uh, all throughout the state, all across the country. Plus, U.S. Open, trying to get there. Ooh, Tennis order yeah. off. They've got those tickets online. You get your NASCAR event. tickets out NASCAR of the Circuit of the Americas. They've got Dakota. It it's so easy, man. Just go to the website, sendtexttickets.com. You can buy from your phone. You can buy from your computer. The tickets are 100% guaranteed. You don't have to worry about scamming or anything like that. And the tickets will show up directly on your phone. It is such a simple buying process. It's where I bought my tickets to Game 5 of the World Series. You know, anytime talks bad about the Cowboys or Texas basketball. You're just lean back to that, I just remember that the Rangers won the World Series a couple of months ago. I was in the building thanks to CentexTickets.com. All the tickets that uh, you could ever want. I'm looking forward to doing a show out there for the NASCAR event. At Dakota? Yeah, man. We need to be there for that. Come on. I need to put my gear on. You've been to a NASCAR race before? I have. I've been to one. Dude, so much Fort Worth. Oh, my God. The people. It's amazing. I'm a huge fan of people watching. It really is my favorite hobby. And a NASCAR race is one of the best places to people watch. I think my favorite uh, sporting uh, event to watch people is when they have MotoGP out there. I haven't done that yet. Dude, it is incredible. There, there There are so many people that, I mean, it's not just because of the the wonderful figures in the leather, but just the people from all walks of life. I mean, I, they got to come from Louisiana because I thought we heard enough motorcycles where we were staying there when we were in Louisiana at the uh, Airbnb. I mean, I didn't know those. I mean, and they had some jacked up stuff, too, because there's probably no place for parking around there. So everybody's everybody's got a bike. And when you go out to MotoGP, these and, it's, and the city of Houston has more bikers that, that come from MotoGP. I've met more people from Houston. Plenty of and, bikes down there. Yeah, and I don't know brothers love so the bikes that much. They I, do. They holy moly yeah. coming from Houston. It's incredible. Yeah. From the Houston San Antonio area. It's MotoGP is cool. Houston San Antonio area. Is yeah. that 
<laughs> that one giant. No, area. it's just a little triangle there, right? <laughs> Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, uh, I mean, I've heard people say the Austin-San Antonio area. I've never heard Houston-San Antonio area. That's a new one. Yeah. Uh, from both areas. Absolutely. I yeah. I love our friends at CODA. Of course, the CODA text line, 512-222-9328. Uh, also love our friends at Cover 3. Yes. Oh, the best sports bar in town. I love the Anderson location. That's the closest one to right me. Right up the road here. They've got the Round Rock spot. They've got the uh, Cover 2 on Lake Line as well. The best sports bar in the city. Fantastic food, too. And you think sports bar, you're like, ah, well, I'm going to watch the games, but I'm not going to really enjoy what I'm eating. Uh, not the case at Cover 3. They've got an extensive menu, something for everyone in the family, something for everyone at the office, something for yourself every time you go in there. The Sean Adams Prime Rib Sandwich is spectacular. Some of the best burgers in town as well. Of course, the full bar and uh, TVs all over the place. They've got the games on, the right games on. They've got the sound on got comfortable booths as well need comfortable chairs when you're watching sports they've got it all at cover three big shout out to jack gilmore the boss oh yeah and uh they love us over there in oak hill they love us everywhere when it comes to uh jack allen's kitchen they wanted to say hi i, I saw some folks over at jack allen's kitchen in oak hill the other day that said big shout out to us they love love the shows they love what we're doing and uh jack gilmore is a big fan of what we do he really, really is. We're a big fan of what he does. Yeah, I no kidding. Yeah, those restaurants are good. Jack Allen's Kitchen, Salt Traders as well. Uh, love those folks and a uh, big fan of Jack as well. You know what? Somebody was pouring an Allstat again. Why is it when I go there and I'm standing there to get a takeout order, I'm standing at the bar, why does somebody have that big blonde Allstat beer right there, right in front of me? Because they listen to me. Like Is that what should. it is? Yeah, it's the best beer in the world. And we just get to have it here in Central mm. Texas the best thing out there and they've got it at jack allen's and they've got it all over absolutely austin man. the austin or houston san antonio area, area. the they triad have, they have it there as well oh, look at this oh nothing better look at look look at the bats the iconic we got to get jay on here we got to get jay with the and, headset and nothing and you don't need this just for christmas this is not just a christmas item this is this has got to be the best seller still in the place close to it oh jay you, you, yeah, you you told me you told us about your best seller, whatever that was. It still is the detergent deal. Diva wash from Tyler Campbell makes your whole house smell. Good. From Tyler Campbell, Earl's son, uh, he's Tyler, making detergent. Tyler, I put that close Tyler, to you because you sounded like you're there. You go, Tyler Candle. Tyler Candle, which I always get mixed up with with Tyler Campbell, Campbell. who I bought some of his DVDs and his book. So it. he's a vendor. So I'm always putting the Tyler Candle products in the wrong. Vendor. I was here when Tyler did his his book. Yes, I wish I'd been here. Oh, he was he was fantastic. So, he is a fantastic young guy. So, um, so Bucky, after you guys came in and did your thing a couple of times at Christmas, mm -hmm. all, all these people, it's like you're a big giant fan club, and they all tell me the same thing. You know, I've been listening to him for forty years. <sighs> it's not that 40 long, years, And I said, you must be thinking of Bed Clemens. And then, and then, <laughs> because the, I haven't been on for forty. And then this morning, Opie said that you were seventy nine, so it all made sense. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I was rounding down. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Oh, we we, so we we enjoyed it. So we have some fabulous things to show you. Tell us a little infomercial wow. for Sue Patrick. We've been talking about the uh, the baseball hats. So I I have the luxury of some really nice people like Cesar Lucero, who who is in charge of of Sidekick Drinkware, mm -hmm. made me a volleyball Stanley Cooler. That's not Stanley Cooler, but that's what it's supposed to be. Look at this with all the years that they have won. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I don't know if the if they can see that. Can they see that? Does think, it need to be closer? I think so. We can hold it up or yes. maybe Trey can zoom in somewhere. 
So that one is wonderful. Double insulated, stainless, really, really, really incredible, and a Sue Patrick exclusive. Nice. Yes. And I have the same thing on a on a on a set of double insulated glass. Glass, glass made out of glass. How about that? that? You got shot glasses too? No, no shot glass. That's a perfect pint glass right there. There you go. Put that, you in an Altstad beer in that bag. Right and, and it'll stay cold. Absolutely. Yep. But all the years they've won. You know, I'm still, pinch me, I'm still in awe. I know I'm not supposed to be talking about this late, but the volleyball won two national championships in a row. It's hard to do. Yes. Hard. And what's going to be harder, and I'm already predicting this, three in a row. There you go. You're there you calling go, the three-peat? A three-peat. Good job. <laughs> They've got a shot. They get it, most of the team back, it, and they're bringing in some good transfers, too. I believe Sorry, that. Nebraska head coach. I know that makes <laughs> that makes you upset, but uh, we're happy about yeah. it here. And then I have the single-year double glass. These come in a set of two. They're really, if you want to get a volleyball fan a present, Look how well this is packed. Oh, we got, oh nice. Isn't that great? It's, there's two. So when you there. buy those online, you don't have to worry about that. That's going to make it to the spot it well, goes to. That's you know, great. My, my expert packer, Corbin Teal, will, wow. will, will not not Block send Bucky's face. Break. This is good. This will <laughs> help us out, Jay. You'll sell more of these. I like this. Jay. This, is, uh, this is awesome right yes. here. And then the one with the net with all the years. This is awesome. Right. Okay. So you've got the these glasses. exclusive. Exclusives. Yeah. Wow. Um, Nobody the, does it like the, Sue Patrick. The old evil empire didn't buy them. Now we have now we have a new evil empire, and that evil empire didn't buy them either. This is right. awesome. And then, then the burn orange version. There you go. Right. And the tumbler. Which is really great. Those things are everywhere. You talk about those Stanley Cup yeah. or Stanley yeah, no, Coolers. These are, these are great. And I've had I've had really, really, really good response already. I'm I'm very excited about it. And it makes me think, Opie. That I should be that I should be deemed the number one volleyball UT fan in the country because you because I get to make the stuff. There you go. What other person gets to make the stuff? Nobody I know. Right. I'll, I'll give you that title. Look yeah. at the shirt that he's sporting. No, yeah. that, that you it's know how many great. you know how many of those shirts we sold. Four hundred. There you well, go. We're all we're all rocking yeah. the same shirt today. Absolutely. We're matching. Come yeah. on, man. Some all over Longhorns, Dry Tech. I have it in Away, which we're all three wearing Away, and I also have Home, which is burnt orange, $110. And you got them for the ladies, too. I have them for the ladies, too. And if you're going to get a lady one online, please size up. They're running a little small. Okay. Right. Uh, men's are fine. They're they're the normal size. 110 small, medium, large, extra large, 2X and 3X. And I will say, in the 40 years that I've been selling Longhorn stuff, which is really true, I have been doing it just like you've you been doing your radio show for 40 years. The 40 years, it is the best polo I've ever sold, hands down. It's the best it's, polo I've ever worn. And why is that? Why is it the best seller? It, it is comfortable. It's an all all over Longhorn, which you really don't see, but you see once you get it. Mm -hmm. And then the little left chest embroidered Longhorn oh, yeah. makes it really, really great. Super great for the first hot games that are really, really hot. You know, 110, 120, oh, yeah. 130. God. <laughs> Keep going, Jay. Yes. Jay, and it is great for a golf course. I mean, I mean, the golfers that when they see this, they yes. go absolutely crazy. And I think BK's dad probably bought 50 himself. Oh, yep. good. Yeah, he's got a few of them. Yes, it's great. And um, so everybody come out, got lots of Longhorn stuff, got lots of good stuff, good, good, good stuff. And then, um, Bucky, earlier you were talking about the horns down thing. Yes. Why do you suppose, Bucky, that other teams do that when they're not playing us? I mean, I mean, it's just it, it because it gets under, it's, it's unnerving to a lot of Texas people. You don't think it's we're living in their head? Uh, well, people will say that, but. Uh -huh. It's just they understand that it irritates t certain fans and certain people. It irritates so much. Yes. They're going to keep on doing it. It's yes. just like that little kid you keep saying 
that they do it over and over again until their hand finally hits the stove and they get burned. <laughs> By the way, they'll go to get burned again. It's not, you know, not all kids learn the lesson yeah. after they burn their hand once. Yeah. There's a few of them that have to go, like BK, that had to go three or four times with his hand on the hot stove <laughs> and maybe right. he learned. But it, this will, all this does is agitate the fans that are against you even more. If the more it bothers you, the happier they are. And it's uh, and just walk away from it. I, I don't understand why you know, the head coach is dealing with it. You know, I have a friend, Fred Green. I won't mention any names. Who is, <laughs> who is a Sooner, and he runs he runs a uh, outfit that sells Longhorn stuff and mm-hmm. all the other schools. And he'll be at an OU, o, OU, OSU game, and he poses for a picture, and he does the horns down. And I have of to course. say on that, I said, Fred, am I really that much in your head? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I'm with you. When it's right. when it's two teams that aren't playing Texas right. and their fans are doing the horns down, I think we're in their heads. Yes. Like, you'll see West Virginia playing Texas Tech yeah. oh, yeah. in a random basketball game, and both right. fan bases will be doing the horns down. It's yeah, you like, do. You see a lot of that on TV when opposing teams are playing each other. They're doing I'm like, why are you doing that? Right. Yeah, it's okay. not even Texas that you're playing against, but no, that that's that's for the fans, and that's, I mean, it's a, I I don't know, you can say disrespect, but it's still it's 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 really endearment for them. They're they are they're they're thinking about you. They're yeah. always thinking about you. That's right. the problem. Yes. And whether no. you're in the same conference or or you, as long as you're playing competitive uh, sports, and no matter what it is, they're going to do it. Right. It's not ever stopping. Jay, no. we'll be gone. We'll be no. long gone. They'll still be doing it. Right. Nobody's right. going to make them stop. And you can say, hey, don't do that as the coach. Or you can say, hey, don't do that as an administrator. They're still going to do it. Right. They're going to do it more. So, so Bucky, do you think it's up to the coach of the opposing team to tell his players not to do it? No. No? You no. think it's okay I'm, for him to do that? No, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not saying it's the, the opposing coach should tell his players not to do it. I mean, no. the opposing coach wants to win the game. Sure. And, if, and, if, and if that's a part of winning the game, if you told me that I can, I, I, and five of my players did that, horns down, and we could win the game, horns down. Then I mean, I mean, really, are you trying to win the game? You're not. What are you hurting? Who are you really, really hurting when you do that? Like I said, this it's not like somebody coming up and somebody kicking you in the crotch, you know, after the game. This is it's it's a gesture, you know, and and whether people think it's classy or not classy, that that's up to the fan. That's the fan stuff. The coaches and the players do what you, do your job. You know, talk to your own team. Don't try to talk to an opposing team. No, I, I got kids. Why? Why? Last night was not a good idea. Right. Jay, no. a couple of comments uh, on our YouTube line this morning. Everybody wants a volleyball tumbler. Everybody does. Well, someone <laughs> says, BK, that hat is fired. Did you get it at Sue Patrick? Yes. The answer to that is, is, that is yes. Number one hat? selling hat. And not only is it the number one selling hat, it's it that hat in burnt orange outsells all the other hats together. All the hats in the UT world. It's, it's such crazy. a basic, simple hat, mm-hmm. yes. but it's comfortable. Yes. It looks great. They've got the white one as well. Yes. If that's more your uh, your speed, and, and it doesn't have the big brim. It's just kind of the fold over like right. the old days yes. for us. It's the yes. campus cap is uh is what it's called. Uh, Glenn also says this is like QVC. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Our guy Brad from uh, Jack Allen's Kitchen is watching today. He says, Morning, Hello, Brad. Jay. Yes, you know Brad is the nicest guy. The best. You know I eat in there all the time. Uh huh. He 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 did all that gift certificate thing and the whole bit. And I asked him, I said, do you know what Brad wants to be called? And he said, Jay, I sure do. He wants to be called Opie. It started with Brad. We're going to give him credit for that. By the way, Brad, uh, I yeah. held, I'm, I'm still holding that mullet open team for, <laughs> for the gang at Jack Allen's. I talked yeah. to them yesterday. I think Brad celebrated a birthday recently. So a uh, happy belated birthday. To, Keep the fight on, too. To Brad. Uh, the Argonath asks, does Sue Patrick do tattoos? 
doing the tattoos. Ooh, very, don't so, start, Jay. Don't start on. into a new business now. <laughs> no tattoos, but we do have the removable tattoos. There you go. Right. And 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 just a word of caution: if you're a tattoo person, don't park in my parking lot and go to the tattoo parlor on Sundays. You'll be towed. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Noted. It, I didn't know yeah. there was a tattoo parlor it, by it's, here. It's the craziest thing. It's tattoos and and body piercing, which I know nothing about either one. Huh. And and they have half price body piercing on Sunday. Oh, here we go. Oh, Shelby came through with yes. the uh, the temporary yeah, tats. Love those. <laughs> Absolutely. Is that, is that Great a, for the kids. That might be a lost bet that Trey and I do. Someone was just no, gonna, oh, no, you're doing more than that. And, no, and I've already heard, heard about your bets, how they're going. Yeah. yeah, the live shaving and the waxing on on YouTube. I can't oh, wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. You're not doing very well. I'm glad you didn't, didn't try to help the people out like I've tried to do. You know what I'm saying? Is that me? It's not me. Oh, is it me? Let me no, see. that's got to be you, Jay. Jay. Let me see if it's Ed Clements. <laughs> oh, it's Jill Scott. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, she usually calls me during my Facebook lives with Ed. Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'll let you guys finish your show. Well, no, thank we'll, you so we'll much. We'll finish the 20-minute QVC uh, There segment. you go. But <laughs> the store's officially open? Officially open. All right. Ready for everybody to come in. And golly, we're we're booming today on the internet. Good. Right. SuePatrick.com is Sue the website. Com, and that, that all-weather coat is $59.95 now. No a way. Great, a great no, price. No, seriously? A great price. I me? still have. I still have size medium, large, extra large, and two X left. I've sold out of small and three X, and uh, it's a great, it's great. That's no a jacket good. that's going to have to go to Pennsylvania today. Yes. Are you headed out, Bucky? Somewhere? No, I'm, I'm just saying my oh, my nieces um, that's got to be shipped yeah. out today. But my no. my nieces and nephews are they've got Probably more check. hoodies, and you've still got you got the sale on your hoodies still back yeah, there. There are a few left. Right? Yes. Yes, but boy, we got we we really sold some stuff in December. Love it, yes. love it. Yeah, I wish and, we uh, we were talking before uh, we no. started today. Two more football wins, right. and we all would be real happy. Yes, for for we would be happy for months. Yes, months. there you go. But but I do feel, and I'm not. This is just not the orange Kool Aid. And being a Longhorn fan, I do feel like we've gotten something started that's going to continue. We I do too. Yeah. Right. You know, usually the fans when they come in here, they they're mean and they're ugly and they say all this bad stuff about us. And they still buy the product. They still buy the product, but they're being like, this time they're all saying something positive. That's great to right? hear. Which is great. And Jay, let me ask you this. And this is a serious question. As we go into the SEC, your the, the the things that you have, the things that you sell and the unique things and items that you have. Are they going to be able to have SEC sticker on them, or, or how's that logo thing going to work? I'm, I'm, glad, you, I'm glad you asked that. You okay. Know, you know, every year except for COVID year for the last 15 years, since 2005, is that 15? 10. 10 years. Okay. Two, no, 2005. Almost 20. Almost, Almost 20. 20. Uh-huh. I have done a schedule glass, and it's free with a $100 UT purchase, and you get it, or you can buy it for $8.95. This year, I'm going to come out early with it. We're not going to show it until right, right before we – we start giving them away. Okay. But it has a lot to do with the SEC. How about that? There you go. And so and and we thought since it's such a special year, and I really think the SEC is a big deal. I mean, oh, it is deal, a big deal. Um, we we're gonna do this class and start our giveaway for the orange and white game in April. No kid. Yes, I just ordered two pallets of them. I think there'll be another right. remote here then yes. in April. Oh somehow. gosh, can you imagine? Yeah. You might you might have to come every day that week. Yeah. There you go. We might need two more pallets right after the yeah. spring game. Yes, too. yeah, with the way you sold those four hundred shirts. Don't forget oh, that. Right. Let's not ever forget that, guys. We're not gonna let Jay forget that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. the polos are still here. Uh, you guys are great. Thanks Thank you, for Jay. Coming. It's always good having you on the store. Jay, we really need Thank to, you. we really need to do this more. We'd love to. And, and you know, I, do y'all have like a four to five show somewhere? Do y'all do it that late? Sure. We do. So, so do it at Jack Allen's on Anderson Lane. Oh, yeah. Brad, 
Right. There we go. Absolutely. We need to make that happen. Yes, and we'll all drink, all except for Bucky, we'll drink beer together. There you go. I'm down for that. Thanks a bunch, guys. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate it, man. All right. Y'all make sure uh, to come by this morning or all day long. Uh, 5222 Burnett Road is the address. And like Jay said, you could buy online, suepatrick.com. Even if you're outside of Austin, you could be anywhere in the country. That's right. They will get this stuff shipped to your place ASAP. I don't notice my family doing that. I notice them saying, put it in a box, send it to us. Yeah, we're not paying the shipping <laughs> yeah, fee. Come on, the free shipping? Uh-uh. No, we know if you, you go ahead and buy it, you yeah, might as well buy it. it is free shipping. Why don't they just buy online? Why do they make you do all the work? No, no, no. They want, they've got so much Texas gear from, you know, from when I coached. And they, you know, I think what they don't have any longer is the Illinois gear. That's finally worn out. But I did give away my old Boston College coaching jacket to one of my nieces. And they, they had pictures of her wearing that out washing the car. On pur- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say on purpose, but oh, yeah, no, it's, it's a trash shirt. For yeah, she's, she's out there washing the car with that Boston College jacket. God, that is fantastic. This is great. There's some great stuff. For it. And if, like oh. I said, if you're getting ready to gear up for the spring and getting ready, you know, they have golf items here. They, get, you know, they have head covers and stuff like that. But this particular jacket right here, BK, this windbreaker right here, mm-hmm. that is a great spring jacket right there and in, into, you know, late fall. And that'll keep you warm enough, but you can swing and do all the things you need to do if it's, well, I mean, if, if there's any moisture in the air, because there won't be any in the summertime. There nope. won't be any moisture in the air. But right about now, if you, you know you get warmed up and you've got that jacket right there, I love that. What are you talking about swinging? What type of swinging do you mean? Look at that. Look at that. That's that is Trey Elling the third helps us. Well, Trey, that's, that's got, that's got some. I mean, you can wear this as a warm kind of warm jacket too. It's not just windbreaker. Sure, it looks like good that. too. That's a great looking jacket. Yeah, they've got a ridiculous. But this one right here, that's the one Zay was. Zay probably didn't get that sale that fifty nine. Zay got what did Zay get it at? Seven hundred and sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, yeah, they've got uh, a ridiculous selection for men's, women's, children. They've got everything plus collectible items. Of course, the snow globe. Which, uh, make sure that bad boy is model on screen right now with the bats, for the flying, bats around. flying around. That's great. That's a big seller. And I got to get this, this, this powder, this stuff you put in the laundry. I want to, I want the house to smell good. I'm going to, I'm going to get that. Oh, the laundry detergent. The, he, that's their number one seller. What does that smell like? I don't know. I gotta know. Yeah. We got to know that before I have that smell in my house. Yeah. Well, you're not even allowed to do your own laundry no. anyway. So but your I'll wife's not going to let you yeah. buy the detergent. You know how that <laughs> deal works. All right. We've got about 15 minutes left before we hand things off to uh, Rodney and Wags with chaos theory today. Uh, quick shout outs to some sponsors. And then we have to get to our TBT video. Oh yeah, that's true. We got to do is, that. It is Thursday. And even though we're out in public, we still uh, need to give the people what they want. So let me shout out. Uh, of course, we got to say hello to the folks at Woods Comfort Systems. Because my house is as comfortable as can be. You know, I've got one one spot in my house, and there's a bathroom downstairs because there's not one upstairs. You know, the 18 flights of steps that I have to take every morning. Not 18 flights. 18 steps. There it is. Okay, the big 18 steps. But the bathroom that's underneath there by the by where the steps are, BK, it's so warm and cozy. And thank you to folks at Woods Comfort Systems. I, that bathroom is my favorite. That's where I do business. Okay. Okay. Now I don't sit and read and do it, but I do business. I go in there just for a little warmth. You're, but my my whole house has been doing great. And and for those that are wondering, you know what, my system's not working the right way. You know, it should be warm. Folks at Woods Comfort Systems, they've been doing this 68 years going on right now. They know how to do it, and now they're into plumbing too. So if you want if you want it done the right way, and you and you want service that is quality service, and then they've been doing it for quite a while, and you want it done exactly the way you want it done. You want to feel good and comfortable in your home. Uh, Woods Comfort Systems, that's the place that you want to go for sure. Yep, you know, the next, the, folks. the next freeze is coming. 
Or it's coming in February. Yeah, if you didn't like how uh, your heater was working during uh-uh. the first freeze, then make sure Give them you, a call. Yep, woodscomfortsystems.com is the website. Or call them, 512-842-5066. Also, to our good friend, uh, uh, Dr. Greg Eckert and his wonderful staff over there, they've been doing it for 28 years, 1,400 cases of restoring teeth. Now, if you're interested in turning a frown upside down in one day, leaving his office with a smile, dental implants may be the way that you want to go. 512-345-3166. Extractions, teeth cleaning, teeth whitening, tooth loss solutions. And there is no reason for you not to take care of your general health by not taking care of your dental health. If you're afraid, IV sedation. That's what BK likes. He wants to be smooth knocked out. I want to be sedated all the time. No, I'm not afraid of the dentist any longer since I started to go to Dr. Ecker, and you shouldn't be either. As I said, 28 years of doing this, he knows exactly what you need to have done. You guys will discuss it, and maybe you'll get these pretty veneers like I have. Keep people away from these teeth right here. Very, very nice. I'm excited about those. Seven years I've had those. Dr. Ecker did that for me in just two visits. Once again, he is taking on new patients uh, uh, for 2024. 512 345 3166. Dr. Greg Ecker. Yes, indeed. And also, shout out to Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. The new location is open. Nice. And they're looking to serve you down there in Buda. Now, they still have the OG spot in Anderson right up the street Square. Here, yes. yep. So, if you're uh, closer north, they've uh, got that spot still open for you. But the new location down in Buda is open for business. And our friends at Top Gun. They offer an extensive selection of rental equipment for everything from small home jobs to large construction sites. All of the biggest brands like Steel, Hustler, Toro, Walker, DeWalt, and more. They've got it all. Our guy Brandon Mars, love that dude. Was texting with him last night. Big Longhorn fan, great dude, but uh, also runs a great show. Big Mullet Open sponsor. He'll bring his team. There he'll, you go. He'll be wearing the same colors like they called each other that morning. Pay, put on this shirt for sure. So Part of the raffle this year? Yeah, oh, yeah. There'll be something, believe me, trailing the third, we'll be looking for another, what is it? Chainsaw? No, pole. Pole saw. Pole saw. Yeah. I'm sure that thing gets used a lot. That's what he said until he needed, until he, he, he thought that chainsaw. He said, what the hell do I have a chainsaw for? And then it came. I was using it? And Oh, yeah, no. He gave it, he, he made a trade with somebody that day. Hmm. He didn't have a chainsaw. The following year, oh, no. Needed. We had the Revenant hit us, and all of a sudden, he was looking for a chainsaw, couldn't find one. Oh, man. Well, Top He's Gun, got it all. They've got all of the tools that you need for rent or for purchase. They are Austin's number one source for all of your equipment, rental, sales, and supplies, and they've been that way since 1996. Check them out online, topgun.net. Top Gun will shoot you straight. Okay, about 10 minutes left. It's time for our TBT oh boy. video of the week. You remember the name... Antoine Dodson. Does that do anything for you? No. We go back to July 28th, 20 and 10. Uh, TV I was just spot. a kid then. No, I don't think that's the case. Uh, a TV spot in, I believe, the Chicago area, if I'm not mistaken. Got to double check that. But uh, I'll just let you watch. Okay. This entire thing and see if this bring ba- brings back any memories for you. And Mark, the woman, the victim, tells us that... Real quick, little NSFW warning for the children yes, out there. Yes, that's right. This is not a tip for kids. This is not a tip for kids. Well, it's good advice. It's good advice, yes. But uh, check And it Mark, out. the woman, the victim, tells us that a man broke into her house and tried to rape her. Her brother went in and he tried to help her out, but the man got away, leaving behind, though, evidence of his visit. 
Kelly Dodson was asleep with a little girl inside their apartment on Webster Drive when I was attacked by some idiot from out here in the projects. Dodson says her attacker used a garbage can to climb onto the unit's ledge, open the upstairs window, and then he got in bed with her. He, he tried to rape me. He tried to pull my clothes off. Dodson struggled with her attacker, knocking over items in her bedroom. Antoine Dodson heard his sister scream and ran to help. Well, obviously we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. The attacker got loose and went out the upstairs window, but he did leave something behind. We got your t-shirt. You didn't left fingerprints and all. You are so dumb. You are really dumb, for real. A crime scene investigator photographed and dusted for prints on the lid of the garbage can and the window pane and ledge. Dodson says he's never seen the perp before, but sends this warning to whoever is responsible. You don't have to come and confess that you did it. We're looking for you. We're we going to find you. I'm letting you know that so you can run and tell that, homeboy. Wow. Remember that? No, I don't remember it, and I don't want to ever remember it again, <laughs> unless that guy is on the police force. Hide your kids, hide hey. your wife, and hide your husband, because they're raping everybody. They're raping, yeah. Lincoln Park, is that Chicago area? They're just Trey shaking his head. Yeah, that's the Chicago area. Yeah. Lincoln drink, Park. Drink up right there. We'll, uh, we'll play my favorite part. Well, obviously, we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. Wow. <laughs> you are so dumb. You are really dumb. We got your fingerprint. We got everything. Dude, they, they turned that interview into songs. Like, they remixed it into songs that were actually playing on the radio. No. Like, that was, like, the biggest deal in the country back in 2010. And I wish I could play some of those songs, but copyright issues on YouTube make it uh, difficult for us to do so. Oh, I got it. I definitely have the, the old throwback for next week. You got me. one already? I got one I think you need to. We need to find out. Oh, man. Yeah, that one. Uh, Antoine Dodson, now 37. Thank you, Antoine. Years, You've made my day today. Years young. And that uh, is an all-time great TV, local wow. TV spot. Right all right. There. Now, I, I haven't asked you this today. Did we have any, any news on the football front for the University of Texas? Anybody hitting the transfer? Anybody coming in? Mm. Do we have any more signings? Are we in a slow period? It's been like a full day since uh, we've had <laughs> somebody know. commit from the portal. So I guess it is a bit of a slow period right now. I will say this, and we'll we'll dive more into this tomorrow because we only have a few minutes left in today's program. But there were some opening lines for some of the big games of the 2024 college football season mm -hmm. that came out earlier this week. And one of those games is the Texas-Michigan game, of course, in Ann Arbor in the second week of the year in September. Texas opened up as a one-and-a-half-point favorite on the road in the big house against the defending champs. Thoughts on that? It's, you know, I mean, I can see that as a pick em game, but not a favorite. Maybe pick, by pick the time em. we get to the game, it will be a, a pick em. Em. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see that as a pick em game right now with, with the, the quality of players that Texas will bring back and the and what Michigan will have lost. I mean, they've lost a lot, BK. They'll lose a lot this year, but it is Michigan, and they do cheat. So they, they do cheat. They're going to know uh, everyone's plays, you would think. Yes. Or does that stop now? Does that all end? That all ends. Do we leave them alone yet? I know Connor Stallions isn't on the staff anymore, and he was the guy kind of, I don't want to say in charge. Does that ever become fair and square, really, or not? 
There are folks who will always put an asterisk by this national championship for Michigan. I don't think they're ever going to have to vacate it, but I'll always look at it a little bit differently because because if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Is that what it is? Like I don't think they were the only team doing it. Same way I feel about the Astros in 2017. Like they weren't the only team doing it, but did it help them win a championship? Absolutely. But you got caught, caught, and they got caught, caught. Yeah. And the Astros had uh, a rat. It took a couple of years after the fact before. Somebody who was on that team spilled the beans about what they were doing. Oh, Michigan got caught. They were dumb enough to get caught by other teams wow. while they were doing it. So, um, yeah, returning starters from last year's college football playoff teams. Texas, 14. Alabama, 7. Michigan, 6. Washington, 2. Man. And Washington's losing their head coach. Alabama's losing its head coach. And, oh, by the way, Michigan might be losing its head coach. So Texas is a one-and-a-half-point favorite right now. Maybe some of that has to do with the uncertainties surrounding Jim Harbaugh's future. But if he leaves, Texas might be – forget to pick them. You Texas know, they might may be more be, of a They favorite. may end up being a touchdown favorite. They've got way more coming back. I know the Longhorns have to replace a lot. We've talked about it a bunch. But they've got more coming back than Michigan. And, oh, yeah, they've got their coach coming back. The Wolverines might not. You can always even it out by saying, hey, we got a bunch of guys in the secondary returning. That- we lost a lot of secondary guys. <laughs> We did? Yeah. Like, I think six or seven secondary guys are gone from this year's team. And that's normally a bad some, thing. So there are some remaining? Yeah, there are a couple. Jade Barron's back. He was okay, good. For that is good to hear. Most of the season. Manny Muhammad's back as a freshman. Very young. That's really good to well. hear. Uh, obviously, Makuba's coming in. That's awesome. Yeah. But uh, you're losing. You know, Ryan Watts is gone. Jaron Thompson's gone. Jalen Catalan's gone. Keaton Crawford's gone. Yeah. This team has had, you're right. This team has had some leadership, you know, with guys who have been playing. But I don't. I, I don't think Texas understands what they're going to get in Makuba when he comes here as a as a leader in that secondary, because I got a feeling that kid won't stand for guys getting beat. I, I think he. I think he upgrades not only talent wise himself, but I. I think he upgrades what happens in that secondary with leadership. I do too. You know, and 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 Baron coming back. That is, those are two guys that will not. They're not going. They're not settlers. They're they're guys that want to get better themselves, and I think they want the, the position that they're in. All around people that are all around them to get better. They're going to make this football team better. Yeah, and ex- a whole lot better. Experience matters. Yes, and it's not just any experience, but like successful, high level, yes, successful big game experience yes. matters. And obviously, Texas now has that from winning the Big Twelve and playing. I would the college agree. Football playoff. Makuba has that. I know Clemson the last couple of years haven't been great, but he was a part of a playoff team his first yes, year was. in South Carolina. So he's been involved in some big games in his college career. And he's such a quality player himself at, at, at any level. At any time, it doesn't matter who they play against. That guy has always come through for them. Yes, he has. And God, if Texas can add Jabbar Muhammad to the corner from Washington, uh, is that visit today or it was yesterday? Uh, it was yesterday. I don't know if he's still on campus, but I know he was here yesterday. He's also got a uh, trip to Alabama coming up soon, and obviously, don't his, need to make that trip. Uh, his former head coach is now the head coach at Alabama, and Kalen yes. DeBoer. So Texas might be uh, playing from behind in the Jabbar Muhammad sweepstakes. But my God, I'd feel. So much better about the oh, secondary sure. if you're able to bring that guy in after what we saw him do against the Horns two and a half weeks ago. That'd be great. Man, I don't think Texas is done. Like There are a few targets in the portal Absolutely. that this team is still going after. You have a second signing day coming up? Second, February? second signing day coming up. I believe February 7th is the date of that. So maybe another high schooler or two uh, could be putting pen to paper and making their way to Austin in uh, in the summer. And, yeah, look, life is good if you're a Texas football fan right now. There's a lot of reasons for optimism with this football program. Wish we could say the same about the basketball program. Yeah, I I, I, I mean, there's not much for the head coach of the basketball team to for Rodney to, to do except for 
Go coach, win. go coach, go coach. Yeah, yeah. The head coach, go coach your players go to coach. be better. Don't coach the other team to stop doing horns down. And you can't back now. You can't backtrack and say, "Well, I didn't mean to." You know, I didn't. It didn't really. I didn't mean it the way it looked. I mean, you can't. You can't say anything. Just go coach now. Mm-hmm. You know, you've already that that cat's out of the bag, right in front of everybody to see and hear. By the way, bad look. Yeah, you do a Google search of Rodney Terry, and oh, you see a, a lot of articles talking about what happened after the game. No. What happened during the game was bad enough, blowing yes. a sixteen-point lead to a team that was picked to finish last in this conference this year. Look, I, I have seen some folks say, "Well, UCF beat Kansas this year." Yeah, bad loss for Kansas. Embarrassing loss for That's Kansas. That's right. Well, you know what Kansas has that. Texas doesn't, a number by their name because yes. they're ranked. You know what else Kansas has that Texas doesn't? Uh, they're tied for first place in the Big 12 right now. And others would say, you know what else they have? At coach. Yeah, they, they, they do have uh, the best coach in college basketball right now, too. That uh, that all helps right there. So, uh, tough one. Texas will get back at it on Saturday. Or you got to bounce back. Then You need a home win from this group that gotta, you're playing. Man, they got to play a tough Baylor team. Yes. If you thought UCF was tough and physical, just wait until uh, Scott Drew's Baylor bunch comes to town this weekend we'll talk more about that game tomorrow obviously we'll talk more texas football we'll continue our preview of the divisional round i'll have some games for you i'll have some more cash to be had there we go the buck is red hot with his gold star locks so we'll get a few more of those hopefully a few more of those so do you and trey still have it going on your your i mean does are your gold star locks any good there bk i don't call them gold star locks because i know they suck (laughs) if you've been fading me this season you have made yourself a lot of money and uh, it's probably good to continue to do that. Oh, to, yeah. To the rest of these last three weeks of the NFL postseason, too. Sounds like a winner. Yes, indeed. All right. It's 10 o'clock. I see the fellas in the waiting room. Let's bring them on. Double R and Wags. Oh, What's up, guys? See a little black screen for, for part of this. Oh, the, look out. How we doing, fellas? Doing good. Do you want me to remove that? Is that good? Yep. Did I do it right? Yes, sir. Looks like All right, it's I think nope, no, nope. you can't. Something's going on. You guys are on a little bit of the delay, BK. Nope. I think. There we go. Stop right. removing it. You can't hear us when you remove it. Oh, okay. All Thank right. You. There you go. You'll have to, this looks better than us, anyways. The black screen is. We're all radio guys. This is uh, it's the all best good. Look. Uh, how you guys doing? Everybody good? Um, a little, little under. Been um, been switching off from Dayquil to Nyquil for the past. Oh, the daytime hours. medicine. Yeah. So we're uh, we're 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 just. We're doing really fucking awesome here, Wagner de la Casa or whatever you want to call it. I gotta tell you guys, it's a it's a great day. It's a great day to be named Rodney in the Texas uh, athletic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, somebody said uh, I made an emotional hire when I brought you on board. (laughs) Well, what did I do? It's not my fault. I kind of thought that from the get go. So, uh, so thank you for that. Uh, ho- ho- hopefully, I won't be blowing leads and doing all the different things. Uh, maybe I'll blow you other things. Telling the other teams, kids, how to behave. Players, Bucky, how to behave. Bucky, talk about that part, man. I heard you guys talking about that, but I mean, seriously, come on. It, it it's one thing. I mean, you're just setting yourself up to be ridiculed even more. It's only going to happen more than it's already happening. That, that's embarrassing what happened last night after that contest. Yeah, the downward hook'em thing isn't going away. We'll all be buried, and that thing will still be going on. So quit trying to tell people not to do that. Hey, you know, how you, you know how you get people to stop doing that? Win some fucking games. Yeah, you oh, win. Are, are y'all on it's, PA? It's really, it's really no, easy. You win. No, I mean, yeah, you, you win, but it's still going to go on. That's just the nature yeah. of the, 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 it's a, it's a It's a sport thing now. It has nothing to do, and, and you as a head coach, you don't need to get involved. Just stay involved with your own players right. and do your own thing. You can't tell other player, other guys, players, 
how to behave. That's not That's your a job. bad look. Yeah, it, it was. It was just. I mean, I looks weak. I, I mean, it just was interesting to see how he handled that. I mean, when you're walking down, down, you know, generally those things are hugs and hands. Just shake the guy's right. hand. If you want yeah. to talk to somebody, talk to their coach later Call on. Coach. Don't right. talk to don't talk to the kid. Those aren't your kids. Right. Those aren't your players. You're not you're not there to tell them how to behave. You know, they're grown ups, so they're going to behave the way they need to. But your job isn't to tell another guy's players how to behave. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, and, and it's not like Texas kids don't when they win, don't throw up to hook them. Exactly. They throw, they throw it. They do that. Kids do that. It's, it's a sport. That's all it is. Don't take it yeah. for more. Don't get so emotionally involved in the downward hook them thing that it's not a sport anymore. It's, it hurts you. I mean, it, right. does it really, really hurt you coach? That thing doesn't hurt anybody. It might've hurt him last night after that well, loss. You're right about that. It, it may have hurt, hurt, hurt a little bit last night. That may have been the first time because that that deal never hurts anybody. Well, That's and and I love what you, I, I love what you said, BK. Because what 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 that to me tells me is that uh, Rodney's losing control of the program. Right. Is you know when that's your concern. Yeah, when that's your concern, that that that's not a good sign. Not a very good sign at all for oh. this basketball program. I'm with it. Did you guys right, get some shopping in this morning. What y'all got? Oh. Oh, I'm hey, did you picking start. up one of them damn spinning longhorn helmets? I did I don't think they have those anymore, Wags. I know it's Bullsh- you-, you better tell Sue that I'm coming over there to get Patrick's helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I need uh, I need one of those caps that, that that BK has because so this weekend we've been kind of thanks. thinning stuff out. I probably had a collection of 300 caps and I got rid of probably about uh, 290 of them. Wow. <laughs> so uh man, yeah, I, I like that cap. You like the basic one, just the basic horn on the top? Yep. Nice and okay. simple. Nice and clean. Okay. You got it. All right. Well, one more shout-out to Sue Patrick. Come out and see them today, 5222 Burnett Road, or you can shop online, suepatrick.com. Always love being out here. Thanks to Trey for being our on-site engineer this morning, and uh, thanks to everybody for tuning in to another edition of Bucky and BK. Gentlemen, y'all have a great show. We will uh, talk to you all tomorrow. Hold on, one question. I am so we're not removing the black and oh, yeah. the blacked out BK. I will, I will do it right now. I'll take care of gotcha. it. He's got gotcha. your blackness. See you guys.